0: Bonjour there. To
1: that's too close. Sorry. Sorry, Daniel. I put you, I put you up to 50%, so you, you can just be like, just a fist away.
0: Calm down. All right. I'll, I'll be calm. I'll be... Is that better? Is that oh, better? Too man. close? <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, yeah. That's much better. All right. Cool.
1: So. Episode 51. Episode 51. it It's been the five, boys. It's been five weeks since we last recorded, since we last dropped an episode
0: good to be back shit it is good to be back it is good to be back and um on the way here i'm gonna have to find my fucking eye on the way here well i know you wanted to say something first like you had something in your brain, but i thought seeing that guy cross the road with a ponytail and i just thought funny things unironically You know, like dudes who walk around with the tiniest fucking ponytail going. Like, just walking around with it unironically. Like, they think it's cool. It's it's called the top knot. And there was a video
1: that came out back in 2014. And uh, it was a piss take video. It turned out to be a... Anyway, so it was called Stop the Knot. Dude's chopping... It was called Stop the Knot, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure these guys were South African. And they're going around cutting people's top knots off. And the amount of the video went viral.
0: So much fucking
1: hate, didn't it? And people were fucking raging because they were saying, right, the ponytail was fine, and I can't remember what the other, the opposite of the ponytail was. But they said that one in the middle, of the top knot, it, it has to go. What is the opposite of a ponytail? It was like it was. It's like a bun. Like a bun's fine, but not a top knot. Or like a samurai bun, something yeah, like that, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And people were fucking kicking off. At these guys, but the joke is, is that those people having their top knots cut off, all actors, they're all in on the joke. They just wanted a free haircut. They were just in on the joke. Yeah, it was funny, but the comment section was just so toxic. Was... They were like, "If you'd ever done that to me, I would have smashed your fucking face." And that's what they were, that's what people in the comment section were saying. I'm back
0: on Facebook, by the way. Anyway, sorry, I'm carrying on. No, I'm just saying, like, think of other things. And ironic people do, unironically. ironically, but it's fucking hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Socks
1: and sandals. Socks and sand, yeah. White socks as well. You'll see tourists. You're going to see this now. This is your first summer in this nice little seaside town, this little coastal town. You're going to see the influx of tourists that come mid-July. So we're three weeks away from the summer holidays. And you're going to see people from all walks of life congregating in this little coastal town of 55,000 people. You're going to see socks and sandals. You're going to see crocs.
0: You're gonna see fat, Mate, thin, you know what, actually, old, young. I've actually uh, like Crocs ain't too bad. I don't got, I don't understand why they got so much hate back in the day, but they ain't, ain't, ain't actually that bad. They 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 look pretty. They're all right, you know what I mean? I I, I I'd wear them. Have you seen Idiocracy? Mm, yeah, not in a long time though. It's the one with Justin Long in it. Yeah, yeah.
1: In it, in Idiocracy, I'll give a real quick rundown. No, of but
0: I, sorry, the people that wear socks and sandals, their feet must be fucked up. It's got to be, innit? I just don't understand Like, bunions and shit. The whole point of sandal- I
1: don't know, don't get me into it. Don't even get me started on it.
0: There's there's more, man. There's more. There's, there's like, people- Joes, girls, like, oh, fuck it, anyway. They wear, like, fucking bunny ears. Publicly, you know? Like, it's like a headband, but it's like, it's got ears on it. Mm -hmm. And they do it because it makes them feel confident. I get it, but it's gay. Gay as fuck. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. I've seen it on like a fancy dress or a hen do or a night out. I'm all in for <laughs> people in empowering themselves but like you know what I mean? Walking around with fucking bunny ears on. Mm. Anyway. Idiocracy mate. Is it, what? Mike Judge was on the Joe Rogan
1: podcast. He was a writer, director of Idiocracy and it's about your average Joe played by um, Luke Wilson. He's in the army. Just sits in an office and he's offered this uh, assignment where he'll be frozen He'll be put into a cryogenic sleep for a year, but there's some controversy during his year that he's uh, put into the sleep and he's forgotten about. And it's not until 500 years later that he wakes up and realises the world has gone to shit. Everyone is dumb. Is this idiocracy? This is idiocracy, yeah.
0: Justin Long's not in yeah, it. Yeah, he's he? in it. He's one of the doctors. Oh, he's
1: in it. Yeah, he's not the main character. And But you'll notice, anyone that watches this film or has seen this film, they'll know that most everyone in that world wears Crocs. And Mike Judge was explaining on the Joe Rogan podcast is that they were so under budget that they just found something cheap. And it was this up and coming footwear, which was Crocs at the time. And he thought nothing of it. He just said, you know what? We'll just get these Crocs because they're cheap. You know, it was all to do with the wardrobe department. And uh, uh, and it ended up being popular like a few years later. What's your opinion on Crocs? I understand why they exist. But I think it grew beyond. It became a monster. It expanded beyond what uh, it was meant to serve because I actually think I could be wrong about this, but I thought that Crocs—the reason why they existed—was so that people could wear shoes in the ocean. Because you get even in this country, you'll get what's called um, Weaver fish, and they can sting you. It hurts like fuck. They they live in the sand and shallow yeah. water. You um, can get stonefish. Oh, fish, that yeah. reminds me. Right, I got. A, sorry, I'm gonna go on a little tangent now. Go for me. This is what this podcast is built on. <laughs> So tangents. Yeah, so I was looking at the most deadliest fish. Mm-hmm. Not just fish, but crustaceans and octopus I don't know the different subspecies of something, but let's just say fish when we're talking to anything that lives in the ocean, right? What's an arachnid? That's a spider. Spider, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh one of them's a stonefish. A stonefish. looks like a rock. Oh, and, that's it, fucking and, and you'll right? find you'll find it around Indonesia, so uh you'll find it in North Australia and they have these like uh big spikes in their in their back Mm -hmm. and they they go up with their
0: feel threatened well like shelter from pokemon
1: bit bit like that right and you step on it and it inject these toxins if you don't get help within an hour you're dead and people apparently well it's been reported that the pain is so intense that people have
0: begged you know the emergency services to cut their leg off yeah because that's how poisonous it is and they, the last thing you know is fucking painful. If you're asking for your leg to be cut off, that's when, you, that's, that's when you're going beyond pain, isn't it? And it looks like a rock. Yeah. It's an ugly
1: looking fucker, The stonefish. It's got eyes and shears. It just
0: looks Yeah, like it's stone. got
1: eyes. It looks like a big rock. It's and It's camouflaged just, into the stone. Yeah, 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 and it just sits there and it just feasts on prey that comes by because the stingers aren't actually really designed. It's not what's called... Uh, it was the word I learned in the documentary. Not a stealth predator, but something... It's, there's Different terms for predators depending on what type of predator they are, and it's like ste-
0: a sloth, isn't it? They sleep, but they're dangerous. They just sort as fuck. Of,
1: they just chill out and do nothing, but those are uh, those are uh, spikes in it, which is called spikes. I'm not getting the technical term right. Um, they're there to defend it, to protect it, not actually, obviously, to, from
0: other fish no not
1: humans. Yeah, but if, if you step on it, put your hand on it, man, and you, you fuck, are yeah. fucked. A jellyfish poisonous, oh, mate. Well, it d- depends on the jellyfish, like you'll get some big ones around here, and they're not that, that bad, but the worst one the number one hotspot was the box jellyfish the uh, box the box jellyfish
0: bloody nuisance yeah so the box jellyfish it is deadly yeah it's, it's h- shaped like a box a little bit yeah that's fucking creepy and, and anything cube like that's alive is fucking creepy
1: so it's a bit of an issue in Australia because I went down a little Australian rabbit hole last week as well I learned about the outback and how pretty much 98% if not more, ninety-eight percent of uh, of Australia is uninhabited. Like most people live in the coastal area. The population is half that of England. England being what fifty-five million.
0: What like the surrounding of Australia? Yeah, not
1: like the big cities, isn't it? Australia, the Australian population is something around twenty-six million, between twenty-six and twenty-eight million. Whereas uh, England alone, I'm not talking about the UK. England alone is
0: uh, fifty-five million. So uh mean we're quite a populated country for how small we are, not we? We are. Yeah. Fifty five million on this tiny little island. It's quite a lot, of people. Yeah, the third most populated place being the United States, so Fucking hell man. That's no wonder we're building houses on fucking in between houses. <laughs> I know. <laughs> These little silk boxes that just get thrown up. Oh, man, it's terrible around here, some of the places, man. Some of the dingy little tiny alleyways. I know. And they're all built on hills as well. Yeah. Some of the architecture's mad. Like how do you This time like, ten years ago? they were doing what's called the Olympic
1: village in Portland for the sailors and all that when they were doing the Olympic sailing, sailing event. And, um, so they made these little makeshift, (laughs) Fuck's sake, making these little makeshift homes. And, um, hang on, let me start again. Right. So the Olympic village, Olympic village. Right. And they just basically like easy accommodation for, um, the sailors and that shit. And, uh, but as soon as all that finished, they're just like, "Oh, we will just them into homes." Are they? Are they the ones? Like, is that Nuketown? Is that the ones that all the That's what, that's yeah, what yeah. I call it, Nuketown. Yeah, because I don't yeah. even think they are meant to. They were meant to, to be for like commercial. But as soon as the Olympics were over, like, well, we got all these homes here. Imagine well. if they didn't have numbers on
0: them. Imagine. I know. I just I get home drunk. Like, the fuck do I live? <laughs> Where am we I? did it before? <laughs> when Brett was down here like six I'll years bet. ago. Yeah, we got like, fucking lost. We got Blaze, and we're just walking through this little Nuketown. We're like. It was like where is it? What, what movie is it Where they're just walking And it like They keep going past The same shit Oh I can't remember Scooby Doo Every episode of Scooby Doo <laughs> <laughs> No that's just technical. That's just a fucking Technical thing The background in it No there's a movie They just keep walking Past the same shit now nah, it's the Matrix The train station bit Yeah 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 That's what I'm on about yeah But Going back to box jellyfish Real quickly right So there's another Subspecies of jellyfish
1: That is uh literally the size ha- size of your thumbnail because right, what the Aussies do because you've got a lot of Aussies that like to go out swimming and stuff in the ocean they don't care about sharks they don't care about jellyfish they they find a way around it so, Shark- they, <laughs> so they find that they wear they've got these sting protection suits that they can wear when they go out swimming mm-hmm. and uh, is that invented after Erwin or before
0: Erwin oh no Erwin got hit by a stingray oh yeah nothing to do with jellyfish you're talking about jellyfish sorry. I just, that's all right australia fucking swimming just steve owen came to my head <laughs>
1: when it comes to like pools as well like they have like because the beaches will have like signs saying jellyfish like fucking stay away from the water mm-hmm. so they'll have like these little designated areas where they'll have like a little little safety net that protects the people in the in the, in the pool the bathers from from the jellyfish that be coming in especially because it's like the season i can't remember the season i think it's like november to february or something like that's the jellyfish season and um i'm trying to think now but that can't protect them from these little tiny box jellyfish that are the size of your thumbnail fucking hell man and they're just as deadly i mean their tentacles are about a meter long
0: and they'll fuck you up it's fucking that creeps me out about like small things yeah they're normally the most fucking poisonous dangerous motherfuckers in in the the world
1: because there'll be people there's been reports of people being going out for their swim in the ocean they get stung by one of these box jellyfish mm-hmm. and they try and swim back to safety but they die a shock because the agent the, the thing that they the poison that they're stinging you with goes through your whole nervous system and basically causes shutdown
0: Jesus you know,
1: each organ at a time so once, you, once your diaphragm and your heart you know stops working you fuck that's it you're in shock you're dead people will be trying to swim back
0: what are you scared of the most S- say like you got kidnapped and someone put you in a room and and they knew what was your most scared thing you were scared it wouldn't take it wouldn't take much to break me really because (laughs) you know i mean there's there's all these there's these tactics i mean (laughs) not torture or anything it's just what you're most afraid of you know what i mean i think even just good
1: cop bad cop would break me really yeah like they just come in and it's like hey how's the girl you want a cigarette yeah and the, and the other, other guy like, just slam what the fuck,
0: Daniel I'm just slamming my head on the table. <laughs> a-dish, a-dish, a-dish. With the smiley good cop, like, Sir, are you gonna talk yet? Don't mind him. <laughs> just those two. <laughs> I, I'm finding it hard to <laughs> my
1: face is just like swollen to one side. I'm like, like don't mind him. He's just had a bad day.
0: I will give you a few examples right it might might trigger you. Um So being stuck like can't movie legs, arms, like you just you're stuck. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no, there's no physical way of escaping. All you've got is your head to be like, help!
1: <laughs> oh, that would frighten me massively. Uh, the yeah. thought of going caving. I watched a horror
0: movie. A little... Oh, Danny Munn did one. Literally, his newest video is about going caving, and his cameraman mm. is just shitting himself. Oh, no and he's going up. Danny's going up the tiniest little little thing thing, and he's like, "Come on, Nico, you pussy!" Like <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's having a panic attack. Like I can't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have nightmares about claustrophobic. Claustrophobia is a thing
0: oh yeah not, not so claustrophobic it's more the stuck thing but like because I'm not really afraid of heights and that either it's more silly things like fucking clowns mate if a clown walked in that door right now it'd be getting attacked yeah I'm, s- I'm scared
1: of uh moths lepidotrophobia they call it moths moths well, moths like, I'm
0: terrified like physically like if someone come flying in your room you'd go and do covers like no no, the no.
1: moths get bigger as, the, as we go into summer into autumn and um so like when you get to like September October big, time, the ones that got bodies Jeez, like are fucking, fucking all humongous. And there, going back yeah. to Australia, right? They got moss the size of like this big.
0: Yeah, they've got massive spiders. Oh, and the fact, well.
1: they they flap in face. It all goes back to when I was fourteen, right? Um, you know, when you live in Corby, the th- Corby's a weird place because of its high. Did out.
0: someone spread their eye streaks over your face? <laughs>
1: no. Okay. No, <laughs> it's, it's moth layered.
0: Okay um <laughs> <this is> just, <laughs> just the wing you know the wings yeah, yeah i just i was 14 it. i'm just yeah,
1: chilling in my room i got my window open because it was october but for some reason in corby because it's geographically a bit strange um just, middle of fucking nowhere that's why just on a high altitude and it can, it can get warm sometimes and humid even in autumn yeah man. and uh, i have rough. my window open and this fucking the biggest moth you've ever seen in your life just casually just flies through my window right and i'm just like uh, uh, right? and I, I try and it just flies in my face and i'm like oh, oh, oh i felt violated i'm like oh my god it's disgusting <laughs> i know right so i get a bit of paper it lands on my little robot bit piggy bank it landed on my robot piggy bank yeah i had this for years all right the battery's have long since died and this little <laughs> robot piggy bank it's just like with his arms like this like something out of metropolis <laughs> and it lands on it and i get this bit of paper and i just right, yeah and it just fucking went everywhere like, because it was such like a... gooey yellow in it. Ugh. And, um, I was, uh, ever since then, I've just never been cool with big moths. Like, little
0: moths don't mind too much. I'm not, yeah, I'm not scared of flies and moths and that. I just, I don't want them in my room. Mm. Like, like, if they'd just kindly get the fuck out of my room, great. great. Once they're in my room, I just have a panic attack. I'm like, no. This, yeah. This has to go or it has to be murdered. And I know some people don't like that, but... You know, it's invading my personal space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or are we invading their space by just being here? Yeah, I guess. Should so. we be here?
1: I like that Bill Hicks joke when he says that the the light bulb really, really fucked the moth. <laughs> because what, what did moths do before before electricity? Did they just fly? There's a moth right just now fly flying into to the, the sun, sun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's gonna to be totally worth it, guys. Imagine <laughs> how long it'd fucking take them. Yeah. I got to tell I you, I think that's the wind banging something. You know, I'm gonna sort it
1: out. All right. I've got a story to tell you straight we'll have, have so. an intermission <laughs> 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 alright so and yeah, we're back my, I'm part of this little whatsapp group chat with my sister and Rich and the kids and my mum mm-hmm. and uh, Kerry uploads, sends this video of, of her chastising Kane who's he's nearly 13 now right mm-hmm. and he, she'd found 15 quid on him so where'd you get it from it turns out he'd been selling uh, tune gum so he says at one pound a pack to the kids and he'd been turning a profit as a result and
0: uh
1: it just got me thinking to some story
0: about there's no fucking way he's selling chewing gum he's selling cigarettes isn't he he's like he's either doing that or he's selling weed bro nah he can't be selling weed not for you reckon yeah you can do 20 bits for 15 that's that's a way to build business up
1: my response was I put I put a message back saying uh Kane, are you still uh, selling three and a half packs of chewing gum for 30 quid? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did he say, nothing? My sister just put a laughing face. But <laughs> He's definitely not selling chewing gum. I know he's not. Smart kid though, isn't he? Like 12 years old and he's thinking about that. When I was 12, I was playing that's my... 12? Actually, no, nah, if he's 12, maybe, yeah, no, nah, he's... When I was
1: 12, I was playing my um, Game Boy, Game Boy
0: SP. Yeah, man, when I was 12, yeah, I was jerking off playing Halo 2, man. Yeah. 12, that's about 12, isn't it? Yeah, Halo 2, yeah
1: i think this generation of children are very industrious we've kind of got this new wave of entrepreneurs coming our way it all ties back to
0: the it literally is now this this whole generation is literally like i was on tiktok i upload sporadically just shitty little clips just to kind of advertise the podcast and upload memes and shit you know and whenever i'm on that for you bit it's literally all it is is kids like go to the 99p shop and they're advertising shit to buy. Like, they're just mm. all in it for the money, innit? That's all clout is now, is just getting a sponsor and making money.
1: Like I, d- I don't know who said it, but um, it might have been Tim Pool or one of those other conservative podcasters. But they were saying that the, not the Gen Zs, but the generation after them, I make a joke and refer to them as Generation Hashtag. We're millennials, isn't we? We're millennials. Yeah. God damn it. We're millennials. And then you get Gen Zs, which is like 2000, something, 98, something. I don't know.
0: It, we're in Gen X now, started
1: gen x is before millennials oh, it's a bit confusing right no but there's a new one now there's a new one yeah i don't know what they call it. i call it generation hashtag right? or the tablet
0: generation well we've got this laptop here for a good fucking reason oh well, there we go what is it like the generation shop? yeah what yeah what comes after gen z put is that put Put.
1: yeah what yeah. comes after gen z
0: what this or gen sounds- z i don't want to sound american fuck it gen z mate. i say z sometimes you know generation alpha you know what and what year are they saying that that is generation 2010 to 2024
1: kane was born 2009 so he's just before what's before he's,
0: he's gen z all right so he's a tail end gen z all right so gen, gen z, z, z ended gen z ended in 20, you know, 2009 2009 20, 2009 <laughs> sorry i don't know why the fuck did you remember swine flu in 2009 Swine flu fucking hell yeah do. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oink oink. That was fake as well. <laughs> 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 Didn't get me booster or my vaccine for that bastard either. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him all. <laughs> see oh mate, did you see that the other day about polio? Oh fuck off Oh polio. mate, the polio is in the fucking sewage water mate. And they're talking about people getting fucking vaccines for it's oh, it's outrageous. It's fucking outrageous. Now mate. Oh, mate, look that up as well then. What are they saying about polio? Mate, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what they say about they found polio News. What else Well, you fine. I mean, there's. A,
1: I reckon. Well, I know a guy that works on the sewage right? I'll tell you a story about this guy.
0: All right, hold on. Let me get the cor- like the correct story for you. But then again, it, how is it? It's, it's not going to be correct as it? it's from the news, isn't it? National instant There we go. This is on the Guardian. We'll put a little right, yeah, this, this we'll is from we'll have, the Guardian. We we'll have website. a little window up for you. I think if we can. I don't know if that'll work. I'll just get a screenshot from this website and put it up. I'll get to the nitty gritty of it, like the best bit. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, so in London, samples were detected, and um, of polio in London sewage war in February. And Now they're just bringing it to the news now. Okay, and 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 what are they saying? Ninety-five percent of five-year-olds haven't had the jab. Got yeah. So pretty much everyone's safe from polio, except the, the few like new school parents who didn't get their child's jabbed. Children jabbed. The gen- what is wrong with me? Today? The generation alpha. Yeah. watch out alphas which man like if I ever had kids I don't know man like there's so much fucking different news here and there you'd, you'd just be fucking like con- like as a new parent be confused what to do do you know what I mean yeah it'd be fucking terrifying
1: well this this um observation that was made on on a podcast that I'd watched they talk about the gen z's are the new conser- new wave of conservatism that we're gonna see in terms of uh you know capitalism and because co- cons- <laughs> being a conservative yeah the, the the capitalism is involved but the people forget it's not just left and right well it is left and right but it's not just like socialism versus capitalism you've also got authoritarianism versus libertarianism right? so these gen z's or ken Kane's generation are going to be a new wave of of um right-leaning libertarians where they believe in free trade they believe in you know that they're industrious they believe in Entrepreneurialism,
0: kind of. Is that a word? I see a pattern emerging though right? I said it earlier to High Fire and that you remember High Fire, the Canadian guy. Um, they they have this group channel Discord and it's like, it's called uh, "The Truth Hurts," and they just post like fucking shit like that would hurt some people out there. But I said to them earlier, I was like, do you remember like ten years ago, a lot of they were trying to bring an ethnic culture into the mm. workplace and now and now 10 years later it's kind of still the same but now it's more like transgender and non-binary people behind the two yeah there's actually
1: a thing for that um go on go on google and look up black rock and i don't know the term for it but just type in black rock um rating what's this about this is about um
0: BlackRock reviews
1: No 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 Look at BlackRock um, Equality rating Type in equality What this is to do with Is that BlackRock Have like the same Their net worth Is like half the GDP Of the United States It's like an ESG Or something like that It's a, It stands for um, Is BlackRock a prestigious firm Yeah Type in uh, What is the BlackRock Rating yeah anyway so this rating they have to anytime someone produces a TV because Netflix is owned by BlackRock okay
0: it's just coming out with like fucking equi stakes and shit <laughs> oh I can't
1: remember it bugs me that I can't remember that but it's like three letters and it stands and it's what they it's their sort of seal of approval when it comes to ticking certain boxes So like I said, Netflix is owned by BlackRock. So that happened in 2016. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why Netflix is or was failing is because they were having to, when 2016 came along, you saw a lot of the content was changing. It was a lot more aimed at Democrats. It was a lot more aimed at environmentalism and wokeism, you know, Mm -hmm. because I want to say BSG rating, Ah, something along those lines once if something promoted fairness equality black lives matter maybe or uh you know was not transphobic it would hit it would tick the box on that rating and it would go up because these companies are in mercy are forever being held hostage by the the um, the um shareholders all right so same with nike same with
0: oh mate i like but they, same with manchester you know, they have shareholder meetings like, a couple of years ago, for example, this this fits in, it's not about football, well, it kind of is. Like, they they have shareholder meetings every year, and, and the people that own Manchester United, or any football club, or any business, they say, they give the shareholders, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to be doing that, we're going to be buying these players, the team's going to be sick next season, don't worry, we'll, we'll get into the Champions League, we'll get the money back, just give us money to, you know what I mean? They just want money. And it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Like, they sell a dream to get money to then half-ass it. That's it, because these investors, all they care about is getting
1: their money back and yeah. making a profit. That's, yeah. And But you're starting to see that Netflix is rejecting uh, Black the, the, the shareholders of Black Rock in a way because Dave Chappelle was kind of the, the guy going against the grain. You know, he'd make these jokes and the transgender community would kick off even if a lot of them hadn't even seen this the, this the whole special and he was talking about I, even i haven't finished watching the whole special but it was talking about um a friend of his who was transgender and was being so badly bullied by the trans community that this woman i believe her name was daphne a transgender woman named daphne took her own life right and you know what i mean so but people hadn't seen the special they were giving him shit online and they're trying to cancel him and netflix basically just told them to go fuck themselves they said to the employees as well the, the the sort of uh, the LGBT uh, people working for them said, go someplace else. If you don't like it, then Netflix ain't for you. So they're starting to push back now. And playing into the whole um, Gen Z conservatism that we're starting to see, or the entrepreneurial wave of Gen Zs that we're going to be seeing, because my nephew, who's the tail end of that generation, he's going to be 13 in September. And already he's selling chewing gum. <laughs> All right. shud
0: <laughs> yeah hubba bubba <laughs> you know what I mean what's the ones with this, the juice in it is that yeah, it's hubba bubba yeah, yeah it's got like two chews and then it's gone and mm. um, I mean like the ones with juice in it but the Gen Z are the
1: oh. ones that are going to be the. in my eyes I'm seeing them being the sort of rejection to this woke um, it's a uh, culture that we find ourselves in we're starting to see it being rejected now because Netflix the guy well, that owns well,
0: woke you know what I mean that's kind of a joke to say as well now you know what I mean people say
1: you know there's something I wanted to pass by you that I haven't really spoke to you at length about you look at our generation right we're born in 1992 and we went into school
0: we're the 50-50 generation that's what I in my head that's what I
1: we came after the uh, because we still had the internet but it wasn't well it's not even the technology I'm talking about it's the culture we came after Maggie Thatcher we came after Ronald Reagan
0: when we were born who was Prime Minister it wasn't Maggie was it no she'd stepped down because of that John Good
1: John Major yeah, John Major and Bill Clinton was, who was a Democrat I don't, like, right, so uh, We don't br- 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 need Google <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't need Google for this one So, what I'm trying to say is that the generation we're we're in a weird in-between generation, right, because we were the tail end of that um, Reaganomics era, alright mm-hmm. So Reagan gets into power, Thatcher gets into power, and they start pushing this whole ideology that kind of stems from uh, Anne Rand's objectivism who talks about the individual. She, she uh, Anne Rand was, a, she used Superman as an example and she demonstrated this in some of her novels. I only read one of them which was Fountainhead but the Fountainhead consists, is a story about this architect named Howard Rourke and he's kind of like this one individual that just rises to the top and kicks ass and that's what Anne Rand meant by, you know, kind of stems from Nietzsche's um, ubermensch and stuff like that you the individual are in control of your own destiny Mm -hmm. so reagan thatcher they're trying to push this through so that the individuals women empowering women so they can go to work i I do that because it was good and bad you know it was nice that women could go to work however people would argue especially from the labor side they'll say they were forced to work because it was like that whole culture of buy now pay later you know Mm -hmm. credit the right to buy all that starts coming in because it's all been through the guise of empowering the individual, breaking up the nuclear family, as they call it. But just right? put people in debt, realistically. Puts people into debt, and then it just it builds up, builds up, builds up. But anyway, I kind of, I agree with the, even though they weren't doing it, um, there was a lot of, dis- they were very disingenuous, Thatcher and Reagan, right? They were oh, just they all, they they very disingenuous. Know. But the message is a good message that they were trying to push. It's just they were doing it for their ulterior motives. So then we come along during, and as we get to four or five years of age, new labor comes along with Tony Blair. And you've also got Bill Clinton, who's in power up until 2000, right? So they start, uh, and you notice this at school, we all notice this. They start pushing this whole fairness thing. You know, don't be, you know, anti-bullying campaigns, fairness, accepting people regardless of... And don't you wrong, that's a good thing, right? And I was raised that way by my dad because I lived with him a lot between the ages of four and eight. Monday to Friday, I was with him. And he taught me about fairness. He taught me about racism. He taught me about, mm-hmm. you know, this is what the world's like. He introduced it to me from a very young age. He would read Martin Luther King's biography to me as a bedtime story. You know what I mean? And to this day, I still remember very early on in that book, Martin Luther King Jr., he's just a young kid at a shoe shop with his dad and a white woman just slaps him in the face. And I'm like Daddy When did that woman Slap that man in the face (laughs) You know what I mean Slap that boy in the face
0: Well I I I luckily Grew up with people You know what I mean Like Mm. Nikki and that Like So I never questioned it I was never like Like Do you know what I mean I was never Like I was never like Why Why is they different Do you know what I mean I just I I just accepted it But In school That's always The way my brains work Like they're just
1: people in it like That's what you got To bear in mind So This is something I've been thinking about We came after That whole power to the individual um of the 80s right and then we start to fall into this classical this classic classical liberal ideology of fairness equality Mm -hmm. decency which works and you know it's a good message to teach but then by the time it gets to 2012 and you've got obama and all that it goes way further and he he introduces his anti-bullying campaign and that's when you start to see the juggernaut that we have today Mm -hmm. with this whole post-modernism takeover and the council culture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
1: rambling a lot because it's something I've given a bit of thought to, but I've never really articulated until this moment that we fall into that weird generation. Like it started off well because you remember every assembly when you would get some hippie that'll come up and they'd be like, "It's not you know sticks and stones may break my bones," and they're yeah. trying to be like, "Well, actually, words do hurt. <laughs> they do hurt. They do hurt." And now we're going back to it, saying, "Ah, sticks and stones." Dave Chappelle's special was called "Sticks and Stones," not the one most recent one, the one in 2019.
0: It just fucking world's fucked, right?
1: and then environmentalism was being pushed as well when we were in senior school. Yeah, that woman who said "Greenpeace." Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, you know what infuriates me, right, like, about the public school system is that you could they'll get they'll get in so much money per per year, and they were just fucking wasting it. We get people that were literally, in my head, I, I, I swear to God, they must have just fucking took anyone off the streets and said, doing an assembly for these kids, motivate them. All right, we had, 100% We had one woman who was, uh, we, we were thir- 12, 13 at the time, and she's saying to 120 20 kids, eight years from now there'll be no more landfill left. All right? that was in 2004. <laughs> I woke up, 2012, brushed my teeth. I was a bin man. Like, There's fucking plenty of landfill left. What was it? She said eight years. Eight years. There'll be, there'll be no more landfill left. Oh fuck it It's full of shit. I know. I wish I had an email. Twenty twelve. You lying bitch. <laughs>
0: it's twenty twenty two. There's still landfill. Yeah, still landfill. there's still it's fucking landfill everywhere. Yeah,
1: you know, we're doing, we're doing a removal service. Exactly. <laughs> and guess where it goes? The landfill <laughs> on the landfill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tilly, <the> stenator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was ten years. Eighteen years later. And I'm not saying, like, I know the world's in a bad place, don't get me wrong, I'm not... I'm not she's triple-vax, back. mate, that's what it is. No, fuck quadruple. She got a polio-vax. Quadruple,
0: backs. she's fucking, what's the, what's the fifth one?
1: Quadruple? I don't know. Quintriple. Triple. Quintriple. decker he triple. What do they call it? Tetra? Oh, no, 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 I'm lost. So, look up real quickly, right, there's an open tab. Oh, we might have got rid of it. But it's about a kid who was doing what Kane was doing, but this kid was actually legit, this kid wasn't selling drugs. I don't think. I don't, I'm only joking. My nephew's not. He's selling gum Yeah, but he looks like a. So this was back in 2014. There was a 15 year old kid, Tommy Rose. Shout out to Tommy Rose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this kid will be like a grown man now. But when um, was this 2014? This was. Yeah, 28 eight years ago. So he made what? What does it say there? 15,000 pounds in
0: profit? 14k. 14k this year. For kid a made. black market school tuck shop. Yep, he was. What was he selling? He was selling. Um... Uh, let me find out, mate. <laughs> Wait, what? Tell me from. What what start selling this next week Being inspired by Dragon's Den. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to start selling fucking Haribo. Uh, what was he selling? He was selling. Oh, mate, tell me what you're saying They were saying like Lucasade Doritos fucking dairy this
1: milk is, this was back when um, Lucas Aid actually tasted nice because what happened was I think this was around 2017 right so this is how I know this this is how I came by the knowledge um
0: one day 14k I, yeah fair play I'm selling Doritos and that? fuck off this de- bullshit supply and demand the guy was selling cocaine <laughs> I'm not even taking this piss out. Like, there's no way you make 14 off school. No way. There's no way. No. This guy was not. Oh, I need to get to the bottom of this, man. What's this guy saying? Dad Gary, 33, said, "For him to be off with this is amazing. I'm absolutely flabbergasted." He got a job. You, draw, you gotta... oh, what the fuck? So you can go sell cocaine when you're 15 and get a place in uni? Yeah. All right. It's nice to
1: know oh mate the politicians are at it man apparently uh you know you go into the house of commons toilets man it's just coke along the to- toilet oh, seats mate, everyone's on coke mate. they're well
0: coked up you see them like i don't get i don't get the fucking appeal mate. i really don't like every time i've took cocaine i've just felt like like, you no, know, everyone's like you take coke and you're like oh. i've been you know, doing i've just wanted to kill myself and go home and could a joint mm. like I've never liked coke. I did it once when I was like, I did I'm it. Like why coke. is my face numb? Why is my t- you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I did it a couple of times it. when
1: I was 21. Never done it since. that's what nine years ago. Never, never. No, every,
0: be, everything I was just saying was a joke. I'm actually an undercover cop. maybe you want wanting to put your hands behind your back, <laughs> put your hands behind your back, and put your trousers down. <laughs> I'm suck your dick. But you know, anyway,
1: do you know uh, <laughs> do what I'm saying day. about this uh, whole like this new wave of
0: entrepreneurs and. Oh, mate, that's, this is actually what I was going to bring up. Sorry to really interrupt. No, carry on. Like, you know what would be funny is to, like, being really aggressive, like, but saying really gay shit, like, I'm going to fucking pin you down and suck your cock. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck it. For another time, innit? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depend where you are geographically, that's going to go one or two ways. No, but I mean just as a joke. Like, just you know what i mean
1: it's going to cause a lot of confusion i think exactly that's the point especially if they're autistic like you should just go to like an autistic screening of like minions and just start being aggressively sexual not to the kids obviously because they're minors but like you know to the the you know like the 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 30 year olds that never really quite branched out of their autism they they got the worst you
0: can't you can't go to a minions film and do anything sexual it's impossible
1: you know what though you know it's on my bucket bucket list what? is to actually go to an autistic screening because i do technically qualify uh, i haven't got like a badge or nothing but um i've got some paperwork somewhere <laughs> you know what i mean there's <laughs> gone and i can i get i go into watch the autistic screening of whatever it is they're showing just out of pure curiosity because the I, i'm like, here's what i think it is here's what i think it is i think it's just parents and it's not gonna be that crowded like we're not they're not selling out this place mm-hmm. You're just going to have parents sat with their kids and the kids just going to be fucking running up and down and squealing and screaming. And there's no worry of, oh, you know, he's disturbing the other, other families because they're specifically at an autistic screen. I bet there's like one dude, like like Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver, It's like, you keep it down, <laughs> trying to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: fucking trench coat on. Yeah, it was what little Mohican,
1: a little Tim, Tim Warner Mohican.
0: Like, on, on the CCTV, like, the guys in the cinema had seen some guy in a trench coat. Like,
1: hey, do you remember at the cinema? Especially when it was, like, a big tentpole movie and you'd be sat there watching it and you see this one of the cinema staff come in and they'd have, like, these red binoculars. What was that? Because I know it was to try and detect if, uh, if people were trying to pirate the movie, like, filming it, recording it, or whatever, but I don't know, like, if it actually... Had some degree of tech to it where they could actually see the it would pinpoint the cameras
0: through that te- through
1: those binoculars.
0: I don't know, I don't know, but they never caught Uncle Mickey fucking stroking my cock, <laughs> did they?
1: No, I don't remember them. No, I do, but I went to cinema a lot because when I was um,
0: what what cinema was this? Odeon.
1: This was Cineworld in Weymouth, because when I went to college, and this was during Labour government.
0: Has that been sending Well for like since you've been here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's been around for a while, isn't it?
1: One of the benefits of the Labour government was that we got what's got, got given EMA. So EMA that's
0: another unironic an thing that's funny is just saying what how much fucking money the Labour government fucking just jizzed everywhere for everyone. i yeah. just like, Oh, you wanna open up a lampshade shop? Psst,
1: psst, there you go.
0: Oh, oh, um,
1: yeah, financial housing crisis. Sorry, no more money left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we have to build more houses in between houses. Do you know what's interesting? <laughs> <about>? Sandwich houses. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you know what's funny
0: as well. Like here's a some, something that's I, It's I going to be like Inception soon, where they open up a house yeah. inside a house. <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's some ironic stuff for you. So um, the the word, certain terms that get used on the on the on the on the news or like the politicians use, right? So when they talk about Brexit, though, I remember this one term, oven-in deal. Remember that? saying oven in. oven in it was all about brexit and like it kept oh, going on ugh. for years and years and years and then they and then on the news it's like so what's all this oven in
0: Have we even left it yeah 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 Have we done it now? but
1: okay. go on google and type in oven in brexit deal Oven
0: in. <laughs> if it's nothing to do with and an there was
1: there was other other terms as well like during uh the, obviously there was a recession after the ho- housing market crisis back in
0: 2008 I've been ready. I've been ready. That was it. I've been ready. Oh yeah, I do actually remember that now. Oven in threw me off, but yeah. Sorry, yeah, I've been ready. ready. That's yeah. how little I care about that term. Oh man, I couldn't give a fuck about the Brexit. But anymore. here was another thing as well, right? So I think that's what put me off the news forever. Every time I turned on,
1: Brexit. And you'd always have that, that double chin bitch moaning
0: oh, like fucking so fucking they'd me. just grab any little
1: fucking strap and have a little that-
0: pie chart and it like it barely moved. Like this is how close we are to Brexit. <laughs> Well then uh, ready. With <laughs> with this close. My vagina's like a flapping pizza. <laughs> That's what I thought about Brexit, just... Yeah, no, fair enough. I um I don't think I even know anything about Brexit. That's how much I give a I watched shit. watched uh, the Should I though? Should I give a shit? I watched a, there was a film about
1: it with Doctor Strange in it. Benedict Cumberbatch. He played uh, oh what was his name? He got sacked. See if you Dominic take... Cummins. He played Dominic Cummins. See if
0: you take the uh, B- a batch out of his last name what do you get? <laughs> Benedict come <Cumberland. laughs> anyway you played Dominic Cummings in what film? in a film about Brexit about, is it good? it's actually not bad actually yeah so the, the whole st- I don't mind films like that are like po- like yeah so what was right
1: politician shit I'm pretty sure I'm 90% sure it's Dominic Cummins right because there's always like there's two guys involved that I always get get mixed up right
0: <laughs> See if you take the mings out of Dominic. Come, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, sorry, I fucking. So, so
1: I don't know the backstory too much. I only saw this film once, but um, because I didn't care about Brexit when it 2016. I'm all about because I was too busy being miserable at my own jo- in my job at the time in the office. I was shooting. I was hitting three bongs, three three shoties a night, every night without fail. Hardcore, mate Because that's how little I cared about my life at that time I mean, not that I I wasn't (laughs) like depressed or nothing I was just, yeah, you know, I was depressed But I wasn't like suicidal or nothing I I was just really miserable You ever had a feeling, right? So Brexit is my
0: issues Sorry, carry on Like, when I first ever started getting depressed I didn't understand the feeling Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't know how to articulate how I was feeling Because I'd never felt it before it's because our brain hadn't
1: fully developed because when we're younger we we run a lot more on emotional like our I think it was
0: like my early 20s i really started getting it like.
1: but i think that's because your frontal lobe starts to develop fully mm. when you're younger you're running off your uh, hippocampus and your um amygdala which is more based on emotions and it's not until we're older that we begin to r- rationalize our environment we start to rationalize our own emotions and our feelings
0: like anxiety i, I didn't know really how to describe that like when i first started getting it like well it's mainly just like the fucking rooms closing in on you and that and you just want to be on your own that's kind of what i feel like anxiety is but i wouldn't know how to explain that to people and like that's why i shut myself away a lot like people start calling me a hermit and like, i just wanted to sit in my room play games and shit like be on my own you know what i mean not, not bring anyone else down to the fucking level i was at you know what i mean yeah, so kind of, it kind of ruined a lot of friendships I did, but like I didn't care. I didn't know how to articulate it. Do you know what I mean? And I wasn't much of a fucking.
1: But genuine friends will accommodate, will work with you rather than against you during
0: those. And they moments. did, and the ones that like were did. And, and plus, you were right like, miles away, so it wasn't like you could come down every day and be like, you know, I mean? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? When we start to understand,
1: it's like my dad with his undiagnosed PTSD, and it wasn't until way later when he's like fifty yeah when you
0: start to understand it it's easier because then you can just you yeah can, you can you can say to people like yeah I'm just a bit down today and that you know what I mean it's so and much you, easier yeah, and it's, yeah. it's off your chest because you can just say oh
1: I'm not feeling too good today if you've got personality uh, bipolar or anxiety disorders or maybe you've got some form of disassociative identity disorder or whatever it is whatever caused it, it it's so much easier to be able to say in this day and age and and like being genuine about it, not like not
0: being mm, a dickhead not
1: milking it saying, oh or, no,
0: yeah like that's what gets me the worst actually that's i think that's the worst thing i can think of for me is when people take their um emotions to social media expecting like with the expectation of it goes back to
1: what i was saying though the the strokes and i've been guilty of this as well even quite recently because but
0: it, it, nah, it's different when you just want to try and get a laugh or a bit of attention. I don't mind that so much, but it's the, it's the depression or mental. Like, that's personal. You should really, like, text someone or. you get, like, I hate it when people advertise it. Like, Do you know my,
1: my, my pet peeve is when uh, people will put a kind of ambiguous status, but you kind of get the gist that they're very unhappy about something or someone. They're indirecting it at someone. Yeah. You're just not then, mentioning it. And then yeah. the comment section will say, everything okay, hun? It's like oh uh, who's no. who, who are you talking about and it's like I'll dm you but <laughs> yeah. back then it wasn't dm right here's a question for you right at what point did pm become dm at what point did it go from personal message to direct message
0: i think the older generation still say pm because my mom says pm yeah i say dm now yeah i say dms but I, when i think i think it's just like a youtube thing i like just, just slang just it start someone starts saying oh in the dms yeah, like... And it just caught on. Sometimes you do, we do pick up, because like I say, we're the 50-50, like, we're still old school, but sometimes we pick up the new lingo and incorporate into our fucking old school language. You know yeah. What
1: yeah. I mean? We're, like, we're yeah. very adaptable, because we can. be We got the best of both worlds. But yeah. then again,
0: saying that, some abbreviations I've seen, I'll be like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. yeah I have to yeah. Google yeah. it. I've seen, <laughs> a few of them. I've
1: seen a few of them. Uh, what was one of them? Um, um
0: NB and... I mean, think there's an abbreviation for everything now. Yeah, like literally everything. Like um, NVM was one for ages, and it's never mind. But I'd, for ages, I was like, "What the fuck is that NVM?" Like.
1: I like to think that I'm quite adaptable when it comes to changing the changing culture, especially when it's becoming more and more rapid. But I was having this. Um, I was watching this video, this little mini documentary, and I was talking to this, uh, talking about this to Rachel. And I want to get your take on this. And we kind of touched on it yesterday when we were talking to Rack. It was this whole idea of rationalisation, but when I'm when I'm saying rationalisation, I don't mean it in the in the in the in the context of rationalising a situation, right? I mean rationalisation meaning with a advancing culture. We will naturally choose efficiency over everything else. In other words, efficiency always wins because let's get, I'll give an example, right? Let's say you've got Greg's, and you've got a family owned independent bakery. Okay. Now, efficiency wins because most people just want to go into Greggs and grab the sandwich and go. It's few people the 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 are fewer people who stop and 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 use their incentive to think, "Oh, I want to support a local business." Most people will just choose Greggs because of its efficiency mainstream outlet like they'd rather just go to like like mcdonald's instead of a corporate conglomerate because efficiency meaning whether it be efficiency efficiency because of lower price efficiency because it's made quicker you know if you're living in a very metropolitan area and you've got three minutes to have your lunch in and out gregs rather than the having it made from scratch and having to wait 20 minutes
0: and have a little chit chat with the the lady brainwashing though really it's advertisements and shit in it like they lure you in with the price and how yeah. nice it looks on the advert. Like mm. you know what I mean? Big Macs on the fucking adverts look like fucking chunky gourmet pieces of beef patty. You go in there, it's like a fucking mm. pencil dick. But um,
1: the reason why it's I brought that up, the reason why I brought that up is I think that that's why I think that's why I talk sometimes about the whole machine utopia, where no matter where we go, but we're in, we're we're a bit different on that. Um, that scale well, things i'm
0: going to bring that rationalization into the argument right because i still before you begin like i still just can't imagine like, because we'd have to program it to be In yeah but that's the origins right let me let me let me broaden
1: it for you right okay one more puff and then i'll elaborate right so when you think about efficiency when it comes to consumerism right mm-hmm. people would rather choosing the quicker cheaper option because you know time is money or whatever you want to say you know so, just, so would you say like we are genetic we are predisposed
0: instead we, of going into morrison's and buying like beef from the freezer just buying a russell's burger is yeah. that same thing
1: yeah technology is tied to capitalism and it's tied to efficiency or rationalization right that is kind of one of the reasons why technology exists in our anyway right so sorry the weeds hit me a little bit, bit, bit hard so i'm losing my words.
0: You still ain't done your fucking bong yet. I know I'm gonna uh, do that in a bit. I'm gonna do that in
1: a bit, All right? But I think that the end game is already predetermined because it ends with us becoming machine, or we become a, a we go from a carbon-based life form to a silicone-based life form. And I'll tell you why. I, what, I that,
0: think I think you're on the right tracks there. Like, I'm gonna say 200 years, right? I can see men and machine combining. Yeah. yeah, and the reason
1: why is because even as we are now biologically, we are kind of hardwired towards efficiency and rationalization we just want to make things sleeker we want to make things more effective we want to make things faster more efficient you know what I mean and you look at our habits as consumers you see rationalization happening as we evolve and it's going to happen with us it's like oh I don't need to eat food anymore because it's all done for me I have a fucking
0: that's getting dangerously close isn't it everyone's just blending shit and drinking it isn't they that's what I mean no one's eating anymore and we're still in the early days of it, right? And then this fucking plant-based shit's getting shoved down our fucking throats. Like, you really eat the grass, you cunt. It's getting fucking shoved down our throat, mate. Like the McPlant. But oh, you know what's great, fuck right? Fuck off. I've already
1: spoken about this before in previous podcasts, right? But I'm talking about this whole post-industrialism that's going to be creeping in to our, into our society, into our culture, right? Where we don't need farmers anymore. We need technicians to run the farms,
0: right? Grab that hair, I of Sorry, my dog's got a hair in her mouth. Cheers, bro. Oh, it's stuck to my finger, you
1: clappy bastard. Oh. <laughs> you animal.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> she literally is an animal. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> fucking animal. You're like, you, you animal. You canine. <laughs> 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 you body collie bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an insult. That's literally what she is. Yeah. No, she's looking at big yawn.
1: Oh, big yawn. But, um post-industrialism where like we no longer have farmers we have technicians that run the farms we no longer grow plants and seeds we artificially inseminate them like and even people as well i mean this is you know this has been influenced by a book that i'm reading at the moment it's a cyberpunk novel called behind blue eyes and uh that really kind of talks a lot about eugenics and uh artificial insemination or whatever you want to call them people that are made rather than born and it just seems like the natural endpoint for our species because it's like, that's all we care about deep down is efficiency. That you're to, I think it, requ- it requires a degree of conditioning and un unbrainwashing for someone to think, oh, you know what, I'm just going to go for the nice, slow, steady life. I'm going to spend 20 minutes at my local bakers supporting the local business. Like I get that there's always going to be that, but there's less of that than there is efficiency. Yeah, because you go
0: to and you can't save everyone, mate. Like, the open-minded ones now, you just can't fucking save everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like we were saying in the car, like after t- when the world didn't end after twenty twelve, we kind of like give up on conspiracies and that. Not give up, but like close our minds a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, and and the, the batshit crazy. Cons- oh, what was I getting to there? Talking about twenty twelve and conspiracy theories. Ah, before that, what did I say? Talking about uh, you can't save everyone. Yeah, like. That's when that's when the needle dropped for me. When I was like, not ev- not everyone can be saved. Not everyone can have is going to have an open mind about things. Mm. Like, there's always going to be people that are like, you know, I was raised, whether you want to call this,
1: nature versus nurture, because it's really hard to distinguish between what is something that I've been taught by my parents or those closest to me, and what is something that was innate was what's they call, in you know, it's innate. Fuck yeah. Right. So. We talk about nat- mm-hmm. nature versus nurture, right? I can't distinguish. I can't figure out the difference between what was something that was taught to me by my parents, like what what values were endowed on me, and what was something that was innate. And innately, oh, I, I, I'm so fucking innate. Inn- innate is the word, but I was just struggling to use it in a sentence. Like, what was innate to me? Innately, yeah. I don't know if you can. Anyway, whatever. The point I'm know, trying to make is
0: innately is a word. I don't know. What it is. Innate.
1: What was innate to me? It's in my head, it in, don't it don't sound in, like it innately, makes sense. yeah, it's a word. All right. So, what is already within me, mm-hmm. and what was given to me, what was endowed upon me, and one of them being that I've always been altruistic in terms that I do, I'm empathetic and I do care about other people. I'll have the occasional lapse in judgment where I'm not thinking, especially when I was younger, because yeah, again, it's me, using that's
0: still part of how your brain's wired. That's still part of your yeah that's Syndrome, what i mean like, you know asperger's I, mean? I think but i yeah, mean but I, like that, that's i don't think you can ever like get rid of that
1: it. it's not like i don't mean get rid of it but i'm like what was what was in my already in my dna when i was born and oh, what yeah, and what yeah. was i'm saying it's hard to distinguish between
0: like what you were taught but growing up yeah like what was I, instilled in you as yeah, a child.
1: like was i born a caring person or was i taught to be a caring
0: person like i, I definitely got my empathy off my mum like 100 percent because Dean, Dean doesn't have it <laughs> No offence bro He doesn't have no empathy But well, I've got loads of empathy Like um, for example like See I do something mean Straight after I'll be like oh, fuck, I have to go Yeah, even like, if I, like, I remember I kicked this ball away When like for these kids I Just booted it over the fence I was like sorry lads I'll go get it <laughs> Like you know what I mean I could have just walked away And been like a dick
1: One time right? I'm 26 I'm on a train
0: I was about 13 though like, right. I don't do this as an adult I don't kick kids balls away just clarifying that when I was
1: 26 I was on a train Mm -hmm. from Dorchester to Weymouth it's no different than Catherine to Corby I worked there I was a lifeguard and I'm coming back and I'm in a bad mood anyway I'm tired and uh, I'm just sat on the train I'm just whatever in my own thoughts in my own head and there's a bunch of kids on scooters just minding their own business by the table and this uh, wino comes screaming and ranting at them Mm -hmm. and suddenly I was like I fucking I want this I want this to pop off (laughs) right (laughs) I was, oh, already, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. already angry. <laughs> and then I'm just laying on the fucking seat in front of me like this. I'm like, just fucking waiting. But you wanted him to kick off. Yeah. I, wanted, I just wanted to kick his ass. <laughs> I was like, just give me the fucking girl signal, son. give oh, nah. me the fucking. Like, this I'd is me pe- in front of the chair, right? So anyway, he starts physically getting quite aggressive by picking up that. And this guy's really drunk, right? And he starts pulling on their scooters and all that. These kids are only 12, right? And I get up. As soon as that hand touched that scooter, I'm up, right? <laughs> yeah and i fucking tossed my bag to one side and i'm fucking going at him son like, i didn't i didn't
0: physically i'd that. love to have seen this you know i was going at him verbally yeah yeah
1: He was like, oh, and I'm like Fuck, and i wasn't even mad at him i was mad at someone else <laughs> just mad and i was just taking out on him and i was like this like guy i'm
0: M-M-M always on the bus listening to his music like yeah
1: and the train stops and the conductor shows up and he shakes and the wino shakes my hand back runs away right because at first you could see he was ready to uh go somewhere, it was going to get physical
0: yeah to a bunch of 12 year olds
1: well, no between me and him oh. and then uh have stood a chance and then he fucking, but i wasn't looking i wasn't looking forward to it you know what i mean i just wanted to have a little shout i didn't want to start fighting someone but um uh, i didn't want to use these guns in public but uh anyway it ended non-violently and i was a, i was a hero to those kids as soon as i got off the train right the train conductor me and him were exchanging a few words he and then the train conductor you could tell that it was the end of his shift cause he's like yeah whatever and I leave the train, and these kids are like, Whoa, "Like I'm their hero, right?" I didn't feel good. I felt like shit yeah. because even though I did the right thing, I, I was I did a dumb thing because in hindsight, that guy could have been packing. That guy could have kicked. Uh, not saying he could uh, you know. These I mean? days, yeah, possibly. But this possibly. was this was
0: four years ago. I
1: was twenty six. But the point is, it's going back four to, years
0: ago. I think you're still safe from a shanking. These yeah. days, nah like, but not um, eight year olds got shanks. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah, and manbags. I don't know why, but, but I um, I could have. I mean, I'm not. That's what they sell their chewing gum in. Remember man the manbags? Zipping cane like zup. One That's pound of pop blood.
1: He's like sick boy from Trainspotting. He's got the shoe with like the little fake fake heel. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the needle and the heroin in
0: it. Still on his heels. he's clubbing. that clubbing. With his noodle hair, like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry, 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 sorry pot noodle hair. your noodle hair. Cool. I don't where know where did that like, stem from. History, re- history repeats itself. It's. Um, I don't ever remember back in our day
1: Nerdware In hair. the nineties, more though, like. You had the Jerry though,
0: didn't you? Jerry yeah, but it was more of a. Well, Google
1: it. Google it. it, it, it is Jericho. it Jerry I, I think so. What is it? It's yeah. like that side, I I make a joke of it and say it's like sideshow. Not sideshow Bob. What was his brother called? What was sideshow sideshow Bob's brother called? Um. Just
0: type it in. Sideshow Bob's brother. I didn't
1: even know he had a brother. brother. Yeah, there's an episode where his, his brother turns out to be more evil. Oh, Bob Simpsons Bob. was fucking awesome, man. Brother from another. That's the name of the episode. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm like, is that his name? <laughs> Does Sajal have a brother? Cecil. Cecil. So
1: there's a picture of Cecil C- coming up right C- now. Cecil Bob. And that's what my nephew looked like. My youngest nephew came. And I don't know what type of hair that is. I don't know if it's a Jericho I don't know if it's um, Perm It's a perm What
0: am I going to type Perm yeah Perm hairdo 2022 Male, Male. Or androgynous <laughs> Non-binary 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 noodle hair <laughs> Yeah that's it It's a perm Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah well, That's a perm then I thought it was a Jericho I was looking into it too much Jericho's I think Nice Cuban More boys in the hoods black community in it
0: yeah Jerry, but I didn't know if it was just Jericho
1: like, 2022 this word's thrown around a lot cultural appropriation is when a different F, not a different ethnicity a different race imitates a characteristic from another race I think they call it cultural appropriation but it's, <laughs> it's just an idea that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't take Jerry Jericho seriously man yeah. I really can't <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous
1: it looks good on like say ice cube it looked good on samuel L. jackson
0: oh, it just looks greasy yeah greasy like wet look gel remember that was a fad wet look gel like dudes would be coming in in year seven with fucking like wet hair oh i
1: did it as well i used to use braille cream when i was 13 right so braille cream's are white though uh, like, when really i was thir- stiff, this this is what it looked like when i was 13 right this is before i started parkour i had a
0: round face Right. I mean, there's us making fun of like people now. Yeah. Like we'd had some fucking Mate, nightmares. Right. So when I was
1: thirteen, right, round face, Hunched shoulders, really gangling, disproportionate with my body, like right, just that awkward age. Mm. And uh, I just had that flat, greasy hair. And then I put braille cream in it, and it'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like a fucking. You, you know got any mean? pictures from then? I think so somewhere. <laughs> Before I used braille cream, right, I used to use water. Right, so when I started, like, you know, it inspired me. This is a confession for you, right? All right. When I first watched Zoolander, right. I'm like 11 years old at the time and I'm watching Zoolander <laughs> and that- His hair. And that opening intro All of right. like, and then him on the red carpet. Because don't forget, when you're 11 years of age and you're like me, you just sort of imitate your environment. It's what we discussed on a previous podcast about Asperger's. You mimic what you perceive to be socially successful, right? And I was not socially successful. In my mm, youth, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm I'm being massively influenced by these films and TV shows, and one of them was Zoolander when I was eleven. And you look at Ben Stiller being this uh, airhead. Is that <laughs> why you used to pout a lot? No, nah, I never. I, no, pouting was just a thing I did by accident. It was just you didn't realise you're doing it, and then you look and fucking. Well, uh, I just yeah.
0: made that up, and now you've just admitted something else. So <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I pouted. <laughs> I just made that up. But it was like a very subtle pout. It wasn't because of Zoolander. You didn't stand there though, just going like just standing there did you oh, i don't fucking know i'm I so do, glad I, I don't remember you i'm it. so
1: glad i take photos the way i do now just like people taking photos of me i never take a photo of myself people take I and do it's
0: now like, and then and sometimes but like, oh that, that one yeah and then 10 years later be like, oh, what was i thinking
1: <laughs> so i'm watching zoolander and there's that opening scene very kinetic and it's him getting his hair done up and all that and does the old blue steel shit mm. and then the next scene is him going to the uh, modeling event the mtv VH VH1 whatever it's called right and it's him going there and it's all the fucking all the celebrity cameos there's Zoolander everyone's loving him and me and my stupid 11 year old brain's like oh he's very socially successful not realising that's a movie by the way it's a fucking comedy uh, you know a mediocre comedy at that it's got it's moments but it's pretty mediocre why
0: is why did that blow up carry on actually carry on first
1: alright um, and yeah so I decided the next day after watching that I'm going to gel my hair went away on my lunch break. There was a girl I fancied. I'm not going to say who she was, but I fancied her. And I was like, well, if I can be more socially successful, she'll be into me more, right? She just extorted me for money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 I paid for her cigarettes. I funded her cigarette <laughs> habit. And she just fucking... And you know what? In my head, it seemed like a really reasonable transaction. Now, if I give her 20p, she'll just chat with me for 10 minutes. That's really nice. It
0: hey, is a creepy confession for you. Oh, right, okay. I remember them, um, like, clubs you'd go to from school. They're like, we're in year 7 8 and 9 like I'm not this is not no Nazi shit but like you know you'd get those like club nights when well, it'd be like Thursday and, like, I only went to one once that was just passing yeah, I went, was I went to like 3 yeah I, went, I didn't go to many I went to like 3 but like the girl i fancy at the time I'd like if they're dancing I'd just try and dance near them and do some like weird dance shit I'm, think, I'm thinking in my head I'd be like oh, this is, they're digging this like they weren't they they must have been looking at me like, what the fuck is that weirdo doing? I can imagine
1: you like renting and trainspotting, like long hair and like, you- hair
0: in that, like, <laughs> like fucking doing the robot. Like, <laughs> she thinks this this is making her wet. <laughs> you going like this? <laughs> nah, the robot and some like weird moonwalking shit. I like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't dance. I Drinking really can't. panda pops and even though I won a dancing contest in like Haven in like 2013. Oh no, yeah, simple. We went, yeah, and um, no one signed up, except me and Dean. Dean Dean, Dean sang Elton John, what tune is it, fucking? That's why they call it the blues. So he (laughs) sang that, and right, it was just awful. We didn't know any of the words except them bits. So it was like the whole song of him being silent, and then he'd sing that bit. And then it'd go silent again till the chorus came back <laughs> in, like, you didn't know any of the words. There was a then guy. I that, went up and fucking danced. Like, I just did, like, the robots and, some, like, moonwalk thing. God, and then Jesus. I won. But the prize was a holiday for the next year because there were only two of us signed up. I got some, like, Teddy and shit. <laughs> Mate, I was, like, 15, like, <laughs> I don't want a fucking Teddy. What the fuck? I didn't want to sign up to this shit. <laughs> And then when I finished, it went on for like ten seconds. I didn't. I was much shy and nervous. Everyone mm. was like, "Carry on in there." I was like, "I don't know." Like, no. You know, it's funny. I um, I just want to
1: add on to that um, whole being socially successful. Mm-hmm. I go through my teenage years being more awkward than was the standard back then. Like we all Do you went reckon, though? We all went through awkward stages in our adolescence but for me it was just a little bit more awkward because of just the way i was but what's funny is is that things that are attributed to my brain the way it is would work in my benefit you just gotta
0: think though right of all the people that we hung around with you're a constant mainstay so like that's gotta say something in it like we didn't you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, I was never ostracized from the group. And that's why I'm forever grateful for the group that I did eventually fall into. Yeah. Even if people came and went and it's just me and you now technically. But um, it was cool. Like, I'll give an example. It's like, I would always try different things because I'd very often struggle to find my footing in other groups. Right? It's a very difficult one for me. It's hard enough when you leave your, leave your hometown to start somewhere new at 16 years of age. But even just like at work, all the jobs i've had i'd always struggle to fit into the friendship group but what make one of the benefits of that was is i was always constantly moving around so i'd pick up little tricks and trades here and there you know i mean our different jobs i'd learn how to be a fucking swimming instructor yeah oh here's a story for you right so Mm -hmm. all right so i i've been working at the holiday park for a couple of years on and off by this point and they kind of wrote me into being a swim instructor i didn't want to do it but i was like because you don't get paid any extra for this but you don't have to pay for the qualification so next thing you know a week later i'm a swim instructor and there was this one woman i don't even know what her real name was but me and this other swim teacher called joe we called her barbara bush because and i'll tell you why we called her barbara bush yeah, think... she's let where, me guess
0: Did she... a Bush
1: hang no. oh bro right so, I'm teaching her the backstroke. <laughs> right? And she came in with like a walking stick. I don't know what was up with her, but she just had those atrophied legs and that fucking round body. You know, and that she just looked like a female Yoda. You know what I mean? And I get her in the pool and I'm like, All right, Barbara, lay back. Oh, and she's laying back, right? And you just see these fucking oh, jellyfish God. tentacles it's coming like through. Right against the brown. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I'm trying not to look at her bush. Right? But it's so there that, you know, bearing in mind, I'm not a chameleon, right? But I've got a, kind of a pretty good 180 degree view of, of my reality at any given moment, right? So in my peripheral vision it's just these fucking tentacles. These brown tentacles. Just there. And I'm just like, trying not to all acknowledge that. Oh my God. And then I said to Joe's like, have you seen Barbara Bush? And he went, I saw it. It's like, me and him would... Uh, like be taking turns on who's got Barbara but then she'd always pretend to like fall like bearing in mind the pool's about a meter deep right when the shallow end and uh she would like start like she'd pretend to fall she was blatantly put faking this right and then grab my arm grab my shoulder and uh you know and then she kept asking for me more and more sorry Joe Barbara Bush was into me more than she was you and <laughs> And uh, so that's that's that was one of the but sorry I went on a bit of a tangent there because I'm talking about one of the all the different things I've tried Did in the one life. of the bushes ever snapped loose in like I oh, I don't even want to think about it all right yeah I shouldn't even pull that up tonight. but um yeah I so I I became a swim swim teacher I became an archery instructor I became a fencing instructor I became a rifle instructor <laughs> <Porn> star. <laughs> mate I was a butler and buff once Wow. Oh mate I'm not proud of this Whatsoever But I got paid 120 quid For that one in night in the bath Like I wasn't even in shape Back then Right so <laughs> Fat butt <laughs> No I wasn't fat I was under I was Under <laughs> my under my usual my <laughs> Under my usual Fighting weight Right oh, okay I'd been I hadn't really been Settled down And I finally got Into this new job And I was like Was right. that loose Yeah you know what I mean I was just a bit Under Undernourished mm. In my head anyway I'm yeah, sure I was yeah. just fine I was just normal But I get a phone call Randomly and like Oh we need you to be a and Buff. We've been let down. I wasn't even driving by this point. I was like, well, where are you at? I like, I'll oh, win Preston. It's like, fucking Preston. That's, yeah, two, bu- that's two buses away. Bus, two buses, naked. <laughs> no, 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 I was dressed when I went. There. They provided me with the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> just me. So, <laughs> come prepared. like right, So, I'm like, I just said yes, because I was being offered 120 quid for yeah, two yeah. hours work. I show up to this property, right? There's a bunch of women in their 40s. And then they just chuck this grass skirt at me. And a tiki h- one yeah, yeah a little tiki one little tiki grass skirt <laughs> and then they throw like this l- lay at me whatever they call it you know what i mean the things that go around what you the two coconuts no not the coconuts uh, no, no just a flower like little necklace thing what oh call the it? fucking
0: mardi girl shit yeah whatever so i go i go
1: up to the room right and i get myself dressed and i'm just staring at myself wearing this fucking grass grass skirt right it's march right i'm not i'm not tanned at all right and i'm and I'm like Ben Stiller and long cane Polly like I'm just on my own just doing push ups <laughs> trying to get a pump on right just doing <laughs> so, just doing like uh, slavering uh, yourself like, like, oh mate, shit. I just banged out fucking four, f- 35 push ups it was just on the spot just banging them out like oh I'm ready and then they're taking photos and all that and I'm like fuck and then I set up a little beer pong table for them and stuff and, <laughs> and, then, no. and then and then some of the women started bickering among themselves and it turned into a fight and I left I got paid and I left one of them went...
0: Imagine a r- fucking guy in a tiki shirt and scared <laughs> break up. Come on, ladies, calm down. Fucking. Come on, you're better than this. <laughs> your balls hang. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, I just fucking... I forgot to wear bockies. That's
1: how it got me too, man. <laughs> Testicle on the old thigh. Wearing a grass skirt.
0: Just like you ever wear those bockies that are like slightly too big and your balls like, hang out you ever like when they lose their elasticity after like a year yeah, and a yeah, half? Yeah, and you're wearing shorts. Yeah. And you're playing football with your mates mates. It's nice and in this fucking...
1: It's nice in the summer when, um, you know, you need a breeze and you're laying in bed, yeah. you're just
0: in your underwear, you're baggy, you're outstretched, yeah. baggy. Your mum comes in looking for a fucking pen or something <laughs> and your balls are hanging out your You your shorts. Just got, you just got a bit of brain All hanging right. there. <laughs> I'm seen your testicles since you're five years old.
1: Jesus. No, no.
0: But, uh, so
1: anyway, <laughs> uh, I keep going on these tangents, these little excursions I've had in my career. But I remember that one moment, just looking myself in that mirror, in that grass skirt, just thinking, how the fuck did I wind up here? I was just chilling in my home, getting blazed, and now I'm wearing a grass skirt. About to, you know, about to fucking make some money. But then, and obviously, I'd ordered myself all up and all that. And I remember like leaving in my regular clothes, just feeling that fucking baby oil on me, and uh, and I kind of felt I felt like Jennifer Connolly at the end of uh, of um, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. You know, like her there's uh, four storylines going on all at once and three of them are pretty fucking tragic and then there's her with all the money even though she had to get gang banged for it <laughs> but you know she's happy at the end she's it got doesn't. her money and uh i kind of felt like that walking out of that nice home with my chest all oiled up i was like i feel like i lost a part of me in that
0: transaction a little bit of me died you just did what you had to do it, mate. think of it about that yeah Sometimes you have to do What you gotta do isn't
1: it? Well the reason was Is I was in between jobs So I just started The new job at the office And obviously I'm only gonna get Half a paycheck So that kind of helped That did sort me over
0: Fair play So Yeah that's what i was saying You gotta do what you gotta do You
1: know I, I like how the Gen Z's Are a bit more Sophisticated about it now They're not having to wear Grass skirts They're
0: just selling chunga Selling chunga isn't it? Hubba yeah. bubba Doritos that. <laughs> and that cocaine C- Cocaine <laughs> bit of marijuana On the side And that. some mag- magic mushrooms Yeah magic mushrooms but another
1: job i had as well was i was a rifle instructor just for air rifles i'm not gonna like try and glorify it, it was an air rifle you can't. Yeah. You, you'd struggle to kill someone with an air rifle you you, you know i mean mm-hmm. one shot's all you got and then you got to reload it it's like, <coughs> <laughs> but i got good I, I was good at it you know i mean i'm I'm, le- I'm a left-handed rifle shooter so um me and rachel start dating and we're only like not even three weeks into the relationship i take it to winter wonderland
0: yeah.
1: and uh, there's a little target shooting section and I was like, and the guy goes to help me load the gun. I was like, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I got this. I got this. And it's like that scene in Hot Fuzz. It's like, bating, bating, <laughs> Like, So I've got the rifle. I'm doing it from standing. Uh-huh. And like, because cause I did it all the time, I just got all three targets. And one had a little gingerbread teddy bear. Te- a little gingerbread man teddy bear. It's a
0: good way to make an impression, isn't
1: it? Oh, mate, she was...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's like Niagara Falls. Oh, mate, like... she was
1: gushing. She was gushing. And... <laughs> But the funny thing is, it all ties back to like all these different skills and trades I've learned along the way. Be, being the way I am, what's that?
0: She was gushing. Oh, she—you
1: can see it in her eyes, mate. She was gushing.
0: I can see it in her pants, mate. Yeah, I can see it in the wet pants. It was
1: dark because it's winter, but mm, <laughs> I could smell it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> smell the two p, two p
1: Oh mate do you I remember ever, I was working in RS, right? Do you ever? Sorry, I just want to say real quickly: Have you ever gone down on a woman? And it's like putting your tongue on the end of a 9 volt battery. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mate, mean, that's the what I was about <laughs> to say. <laughs> but... <laughs> like, Someone asked me once, like, like what it tastes like. Because they wanted my opinion. And I was like, it just tastes like fucking a 1P, mate. I mean, <laughs> a 1996
1: 1P. <laughs> when the queen hasn't got a double chin. Yeah,
0: yeah, fucking an old school 1P, mate. They, that's don't what add, it tastes like. they didn't add that chin into what, 97? Uh, but I'd love to know what a penis tastes like. No. Yeah, I don't imagine it tastes like a Solero. <laughs> It's got a taste A bit funky isn't it? Like a Cornell like, But chicks love it Don't they And that's sucking <laughs> dick Except lesbians They don't like cock Yeah true They like the Sandpaper <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon That's what it was In school They are like The sandpaper's nice I just want that on my vagina I don't know Maybe <laughs> no, I don't know I'm just, uh, but, um, Off the dome it?
1: Just to Wrap up everything That I was saying I mean it was A really long Roundabout way But it ended up In some funny stories Little side notes But um, all these weird with these little eccentricities about me these idiosyncrasies about me the nerdy asperger side of me kind of led to me doing all these cool cool shit in life that kind of like
0: you ended up like discovering what you loved it right? yeah like you just anyway.
1: i think that's what life's all about because yeah i'm gonna go a bit deep for a minute right but yeah, you know I, i've been going through phases in recent months where i've been feeling overwhelmed by my own expectations because i wanted to succeed at whatever it was I was doing you know podcasting or the book or what that and I'd feel this sort of burden of responsibility and it was all self-inflicted I did this to myself and it's only really now that I've started coming out of it where I'd be really uptight and I was so determined that I was going to succeed at whatever it was I was doing whether it be the fucking the book the podcast um whatever do my own thing you know making my own income Mm -hmm. and in my brain I become obsessed with this hypothetical reality where I'm Living the life I want to live, where I'm not an anybody. I'm. It's not maybe generational wealth too strong a word, but some form of
0: wealth where it's like, oh, I'm gonna be okay. I got you know the bills are paid. Yeah, like spending money. Yeah, not not like you know when you that spend earned, money and yeah. you're like, sometimes you're like, oh man. I even, and it wasn't something. That not was, having to worry. Just yeah, paying but, for uh, shit.
1: And also, it, it wasn't something that was given to me. I I earned it. Yeah, yeah. you know, I worked for it. So I'd always keep building up this dream in my head. But every day that I woke up and I wasn't living that life, it would take a part of me. And I'd feel myself getting really agitated at the world around me, because even on a subconscious level, I was becoming resentful to my environment, to the external. I was getting mad at those close to me, not like openly mad, but I'd be snappier, I'd be more down. And you know, the last few days, I've sort of learned to just let it all go and just be happy now. Like I was sat, it's going to sound a bit hairy fairy, but I went to the Nove today after doing some errands in town and I just sat on the bench know, it was a bit cloudy, but I'm just in a nice place and um, I'm just kind of going through the things in my head and the, the, the wisdom I took away from that nice chilled moment was that um, it was, the word play just kept coming to my head. We're here to play, mm-hmm. right? And what was the other bit that, that came to me that just really made me stop to think, and reflect on things. It was, don't worry about the future, don't worry about how many sales you're making, how many views you're getting.
0: Jacob and Charlie. We're being interrupted, Why we're live.
1: It's all right, mate, power of editing. Gives me a second to collect my thoughts anyway. (laughs) With the smoke effect.
0: That's got a bit of a cock quality to... A little bit, yeah. I mean, man, I'd love to have a big fat cock like that, man. Fucking nail chicks. Anyway. Carry on.
1: Yeah, the word play kept coming to my head because it was almost like meditation where you're just in a nice environment and you just stop the constant churning of your own thoughts because it
0: can get very overwhelming at times and you just stop, breathe, and be in the now, be in the present. And that actually did the right thing going and spending some time with yourself because sometimes you need that. Like mm. You just need to go sit and, or even if it's in your housemate, just sitting in your room, just thinking about stuff. Not, yeah. not even in an overthinking way, but just like a perspective, you know?
1: Yeah, you know the worst part of it was is that I was putting the burden of responsibility of other people as well. Oh like i was i'd be worried about you i'd be worried about rachel because i thought all three of us are somehow in some form of vulnerable situation where we don't have a concrete foundation that we can really flourish from at this moment in time we're still in that limbo period and when there's so much uncertainty about whether or not you'll succeed because we don't know we can't see into the future it can kind of get in your head a little bit and that was what was causing me to be so pissed off all the time and so and so like uh up and down in terms of levels of motivation but the word play kept coming to mind and it's like we're here to play and everything just all my insecurities all my fears and all my worries just went away because i just went play we're here to play don't worry about next week next month next year just play Mm -hmm. whether it be going to the gym whether it be putting pen to paper whether it be you know selling a few copies of the book or uploading a few podcasts, play. Because that's what we're here to do.
0: And It's all about just fucking patience and being humble as well, isn't it? Like,
1: yeah, because... Appreciation. How well. many people in this world were in a similar situation to me where they put tied so much emotion and put all their eggs in one basket in terms of this thing here?
0: I mean, that can kill people.
1: Yeah, it's it can fucking... kill people. And they put so much thought and they're just like "I this will be my ticket to happiness right and they finally get it and they're like I'm still not happy it's like tying tying in success with happiness mm-hmm. is a bad thing to do because that's what I did essentially that's why I went wrong I was happiness and success had become synonymous with each other and it's like no 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 no, no. happiness is happiness success m- or no success
0: not expecting as well
1: yeah almost to be happy is to succeed, not yeah, the other way around.
0: I think, it, like, if something you're doing just takes off randomly and you're not expecting it to, like, you're like, whoa. Mm. You know what I mean? But if you've put all your eggs in that basket and it takes off still, you're kind of just like, well, oh.
1: Yeah, life's trying to teach me something. It's trying to say, look, you're not going to get to the next level until you learn this last lesson, because I feel like I'm being tested in life. We all get tested on different things you know that kind of put our morals into into flux and makes us have to reevaluate our values reevaluate how we feel towards other people how we feel towards ourselves what we think what we feel i'm, I'm rambling but the point i'm making is is that we are always tested and you can look at it from whatever perspective you want you can associate to Christianity or Judaism or Hinduism or Buddhism or spirituality or atheism psychology whatever it is you can pinpointed to something based on what your belief is i've got that existential nihilist thing so it's kind of like a hodgepodge of all sorts of belief systems and uh but it was a very profound moment and i'm really glad i had it because i did feel a weight off my shoulders it's like it's almost nihilistic it's like to give up is to be happy let it be, let be as the french call it, laissez faire pretty much yeah let do let be
0: sometimes you just fucking life throws curveballs at you
1: yeah I know I, I have to learn to let it go impermanence what the Buddhism call impermanence you'll find that in the Tibetan book of living and dying you hold the penny in your hand and you you know you squeeze your hand and you constantly cling to this penny eventually you get tired and lose your grip and the penny drops but if you just put it in the palm of your hand like that it'll stay there forever or oh, indefinitely sorry and that's a kind of good little analogy or metaphor I don't know it's you know when you're that high, you just don't care what word it is. As long as it sounds right. come Can. Can. And you know, I'm get, I'm getting that now. There was um woman there's a woman I met years ago, it was Pete's grandmother, but I didn't know it was Pete's grandmother at the time. And she said to me
0: <laughs> so She
1: said nice. to me, uh she had a very deterministic outlook on life she said that life has its own journey planned for us just never never worry because of that just be true to yourself and those around you Mm -hmm. and she said these words to me eight years ago and every once in a while i'll stop and ponder these things and i'm as time goes on the more i get what she was saying being true to yourself and those around you whether life has its own journey planned for you that's debatable i don't know because that throws me in a bit of a bit of a conflict where it's like do i believe in free will or do i believe in determinism which one is it it can't be both i certainly believe in limited free will we have free will to do what we want but we don't because there are consequences
0: i believe you're not going around murdering people and shit and and raping motherfuckers you should be allowed to do what the fuck you want yeah or or ripping people off but what i mean
1: is like i'll give you an example right when i leave to go to work i have a choice to go left or right now using free will either one however it's limited free will because I can only go left or right you know what I'm saying there aren't an infinite amount of choices I can't go through the bushes into that guy's house I won't get to work
0: you <laughs> <laughs> could if you just kept going straight I know but you know what I'm saying you yeah, could it's, a lot of damage but yeah yeah. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying limited
1: free will I can go left <laughs> that's there. what I'm
0: saying as long as you're not murdering or doing mad shit then yeah just do, do what the fuck you want
1: but Irene believed in determinism she said life has its own journey well it goes beyond determinism it's called fatalism Right, so determinism means that you know I'm putting it in real simple terms here, but determinism is that, you know, the the universe is made up of math. It's made up of numbers and mm-hmm. it's already been calculated in advance. In or In a way, this is
0: that yeah. basically time, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Or fatalism being a more theory. Speaking of
0: time, the clock's fixed.
1: Oh is it? Yeah. How oh, sound. <laughs> um Nice one.
0: No, no, I didn't fix that. So, no, I thought I felt different. <laughs> time's actually moving now. It's not stuck at quarter someone, to 11.
1: <laughs> someone was watching our podcast and said, Your clock don't move. Yeah, <laughs> you're the first one.
0: <laughs> we should send them a prize, but, send them a mug or something. So fatalism is
1: very much like determinism, but instead of it being more like, you know, Oops. you know, an atheist equivalent, it's more determinism being more like, you know, math, equations, statistics.
0: Atheists believes in nothing, don't they? Like nothing. No, they
1: just don't really. They're kind of indifferent to religion, I think. Because then you've got agnostic people that are kind of like in and out. A bit like. You know
0: what? I was. I believe in something. Like something must have happened. Whether it was like an atom blowing up somewhere, I will believe in the atom. You know what I mean? Atheist. No, because I still believe in something created us.
1: Then uh, agnostic.
0: There you go.
1: But fatalism is more sort of like it's God's divine plan, sort of thing. Divine.
0: We evolutionized from the hope in Homo sapiens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that that was, no, we didn't. That was a good one. No, we didn't. But
1: uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So this Irene believed in. She was a fatalist. A fatalist. She was a really devout Christian. And she right. believed that God had his own. He had It's part of his divine plan like for us, on mm. their own journey, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I'm more of a. I think I'm falling I was free will a few years ago now I'm bang on determinism yeah. I'm bang on determinism because I'm just like yeah this whole universe is made up of fucking math maths. sorry I'm trying to sound like an American Yeah, it's like
0: mathematics
1: you know Buddhism makes a weird take on it they say like I might be using the wrong example but let's just go with it let's say there's a 30% chance that you're going to pick up that bit of rubbish and put it in the bin there's a 30% chance of that however once you pick that rubber up and put it in the bin it don't really matter what the probability of it was because
0: you did it there's a 30 percent, 30 percent chance of this car hitting me at 30 miles per hour that's a good example right yeah.
1: okay right so let's say oh um i'm making a number up here it. there's a one in one hundred thousand chance that you're gonna die next time you're on a plane
0: well do you know what i'm wrong about that fucking little kid advert and she's like yeah there was a kid right yeah. there was a, it was it was
1: fucking graphic this was after 10 was o'clock at night
0: fucking terrifying
1: so this was after the watershed this was Labour government right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, I was just spunking money again oh they like, just yeah, yeah bad they bad. Just, like, just, yeah just fucking mate, have
1: this kid getting around over at 30 miles per hour <laughs> before Netflix streaming service we had Labour government's adverts <laughs> you know what I mean awareness adverts because like they were like it, it was like his own little mini movie remember Julie knew a killer which she just did in the car and she's like keeping her eye on that white van, yeah. and then the fucking white van just shows up. Mm-hmm. She slams the brake, and the guy behind her, the kid's behind her, not wearing a seatbelt. She so slams into the chair, mm-hmm. and it crushes Julia, <laughs> and she's just laying there, we're fucking dead. And the girl next to has got blood on her face, and she's like, ah! yeah, yeah, right, and the kid's just got yeah. blood down his face. He's just like, huh? <laughs> right, and it's like Julia knew her killer. It was a guy not wearing the seatbelt. It's like that was the t- that was the twist of the little story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the other one. Was the kid all Mangled up on the row And she's like Have you hit me It's like the same voice they <laughs> use for the for, <laughs> the for the Red Queen in, uh, in Resident Evil
0: Is it the same shit? No I'm joking and It sounds similar actually When you say but it But the
1: girl just Laying there like Bless her heart and She's just an actor anyway She's fine
0: It's the sound effects as well, it's, like...
1: Right, it's like Have you hit me At 40 miles an hour there's an 80% chance I'll die, right? And then the body, it starts going in reverse. Like, the bones start unbreaking. She goes over the bonnet.
0: The glass goes back to where it was. But if you hit me at 30... <laughs> and then she just gets up, like, brushes herself off, like yeah, at Blues like, Brothers. Yeah, that's when people started riding around at 30 miles per hour, just knocking fucking Would kids you know, over. And shit, like, Dings. She'll live. <laughs> yeah. yeah it.
1: It's okay off, so I did it at 30 miles an hour. Well, now you know. I'll go home. Get out of here. And the kid's just like that, like... Awesome. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How? I like how thirty got, miles an hour, the kids just brush themselves off. I got hit at seven <laughs> miles an hour. I was not brushing that shit off. I mean, I, was I three, luckily I've never been hit by a car. I was four at the time, right? This car was going around rocking a Muse. and again it was
0: seven miles per hour.
1: Yeah, it was coming around a corner. Right? Very exact. Well, between five and ten. All right. All right. It just it just nudged me. Just. <laughs> <ba-doom>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't go flying over the bonnet. I didn't go that way. I didn't go like Team Rocket stuff. You didn't stand up, waving yourself down. Nah, right? nah. I just landed on my ass <laughs> like ah, right, and uh, yeah. But the point is, is, I just don't like how nonchalant it is. The girl just gets up and just.
0: All right, Charlie. So Uncle Bob, right? All right. Yeah, fucking one who got blown up in World War One and bad back and not a nonce as Weathers. Yeah, fucking, I remember him picking up was from school, junior school. And uh, he's like, waiting there for us, this fucking senile old man. Sean, Dean! And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Uncle Bob, man. He's going to fucking kill someone. <laughs> and he starts reversing, fucking, it must have been like two miles per hour. All you hear is, doink It's a little kid and that. And he, oh, fuck off, Leo. Yeah, I'm not on that Pete, dog. I'm joking.
1: All right, this is the last of the Brady Bunch, right? right? We'll good after this.
0: <laughs> Where's she barking at? Pete? Nah, Pete comes in and goes, hello. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it was a I don't know. Uh, what was I fucking saying? I was getting to something there. God damn it! You talk about Uncle Bob. Oh yeah, Uncle Bob. And yeah, he hits this fucking kid like. <laughs> yeah, and the fucking too much. Mar- literally, he, he was not going. Like, it was literally moving at fucking slow motion speed, and it was like Ba-doink and the kid got like bah! and he ran out like, are you alright? The kid ran off, and he started chasing the little kid like, are you alright? Like <laughs> fucking chasing this terrified kid who just got. Kn- anyway, yeah probably a fucking i have this random ass minus memory. one karma for uncle bob there
1: when i uh, random memories sometimes you just get memories that have no real context to it they just exist as a sole entity yeah. and one of them happens to be me in year 6 and walking out of school and as i making my way i hear a horn blaring by the zebra crossing and i turn around and the guy's in his car and the horn didn't stop even though he took his hand off the horn he just went eh, but then the horn just kept going eh, <laughs> and you could just hear him tapping on the horn like fuck out <laughs> but <hell."
0: laughs> the horn
1: wouldn't stop
0: <laughs> big up Labour government on that one I remember we were in Spain in 2000 oh, how old was I I'm going to say like 11 and there uh, my brother would be like 9 and, that. and I met this Welsh guy and uh me and him just fucked around the whole holiday Like we'd go on the lift and jump up and down Till it broke and that And then we'd have to get rescued and this one time my brother was just minding his own fucking business Swimming along and like, doing his little Practicing little paddle and that Bless him And we just fucking jump in and whip his trunks off And fucking he's running through the hotel Like fucking John I forget the Welsh guy's name yeah But we, <laughs> he's just my brother Running butt naked like like fucking like An NPC You know like those NPCs When they hold there
1: Me and my mum Went to Butlins When I was 13 Fucking Butlins man I know But we went all out Like we probably went Pimp my ride on On the accommodation My mum like
0: Booked this Six months prior Yeah Eight months prior It was like July, August And fucking Stephen Mohan Was your fucking butler And
1: that <laughs> Close enough <laughs> But me being on the spectrum again, I struggled to make friends during that whole week I was there. Like, there was one kid. Called you just
0: wanted to up. kick this shit out of everyone about yeah.
1: no, no, I wasn't angry
0: then. Oh,
1: I was alright. <laughs> Not then. I, wasn't I didn't angry smoke back. nicotine then. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't uh, put insane amount of pressure on myself back then. I just went through the motions. And uh, but I struggled to make friends. I made one friend. A kid called Ollie, and we were like, this was proto um, content creators. My mum was one of the first people to get a video. Uh-huh. Recorder on her phone, it was a Nokia. And it was like one forty four P in terms of quality, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And you take a video, right? And I was going around with this Ollie kid, like we're doing our own little content creation, like, but we're just being like real dorks. Yeah. Like here's me on the gun machine. Me, 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 me. I'm thinking, what's crazy about that? That was like before I mean obviously yeah, you had Jack had already been out by this point.
0: Wait, what gun sounds like? I don't know. Me, me, me that was a gun and cold. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah, like, the school shooter is still present. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs>
1: Get down.
0: <laughs> me, me, me.
1: <laughs> Imagine the last sound you're hearing before you die is
0: me, me, me.
1: Your intestines coming out like sausages.
0: <laughs> me, me, me. Oh. <laughs> I've been gut shot. Platoon, I'm like, fucking mad. Army film. Me, 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 me. Get down. <laughs> the whole film platoon,
1: but the gun sound effects have been replaced with. Me, <laughs> me,
0: We need to do that. We need to do that. We need to
1: fucking do something like that. Just a little <laughs> Just that scene in Terminator 2 when he comes out of the, oh my God, it's a minicum. Me, me, me,
0: me, me. He's at the top of the skyscraper me. Me, 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 me. Man. More than the start when he's got the shot, he you know he I know how he's reloading yeah, right, it by yeah. swinging it around. When he shoots that, he, uh, he shoots that security. Meep. <laughs> he
1: shoots that security guard in the knee. Meep,
0: meep. He'll live. And he's <laughs> shooting the, the liquid metal guy, and he's like going back he's like, <laughs> it's just meep, 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 and his finger he grows. Yeah, oh, fucking it, fuck it anyway.
1: So me uh, <laughs> at Butland's, right, I'm like pro YouTube content creator in 2005 for. This is one, like you know, I mean. Anyway, so I, just, I'm, I, it was the first time I ever I went to go see War of the Worlds on my own, right? So I just went to.
0: But the Tom Cruise
1: one, yeah, well, well, obviously, yeah, it was good. It's mate. not the
0: 60s <laughs> Yeah, this, <laughs> the. The <laughs> War obviously of the, the Worlds. Cruise one, yeah. The awesome oh. Wells radio version. <laughs> yeah. The one where everyone like you and Ollie just sitting there like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> with my little Nokia. It's phone. fucking real. <laughs> They're coming. Come on, Alden, Get my (laughs) mum. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Me, me, me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, So, yeah, anyway. I'm watching watching War of the Worlds, right? It's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. It is, man. I still think the original holds up, man. I think it's, like, creepy.
1: It it changed forever, though, when I saw Scary (laughs) Movie 4. The reason why why I brought up the whole Butlins thing... Well, it was actually an accident, but it just... Ignited something in my brain. I saw a woman with no neck while I was at Butland's. What do you right. mean? Her fucking shoulders start here. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, mate! You looked this up on Google. It's called Noon's disease. Nun syndrome. Uh, n O N O N E N O
0: N E syndrome. We should be laughing at this, really. Should we? It <laughs> looked like something from the no fucking... no no. Type in no neck syndrome. Look like that the new, the Noonan syndrome yeah, looks that... like. Do you know that deleted episode of X Files? They couldn't show because it's all the sort of fucked up Bill and that. Yeah yeah. No neck syndrome. No connects <laughs> <laughs> No nipples <in> syndrome. <laughs> no nipples. <laughs> no chin <laughs> syndrome.
1: That, well, that yeah, she had no chin. Yeah, no, I think she had a chin. She just had no neck.
0: Oh, it's like fucking. Keep
1: going
0: down. No, no, no. Come on. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and this classic, mate. Yeah, no, no. Keep going down. Keep going down. Why have you. You've... <laughs> I,
1: saw, I saw the photo. It wasn't the woman, but I'm just like, that's. What... Oh, man, that's the one right Fucking
0: hell. Yeah,
1: so. Jesus. This woman had no neck, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Right? And. Um... I'll probably cut the bit out where we burst out laughing nah, nah, and you're keep like, it, keep <laughs> it. shoulders out. Yeah, no, no, keep it in, mate. Keep it in. there's a, oh, we'll a, it. a, a saver room, it there's a safe room, mate. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: and uh, anyway, so as time goes on, right, I start questioning myself. I was like, did that really see that shit? Because I don't think that. How old were you? I was thirteen at the 19. time. All right, you know, and I'm like, I don't think that actually happened. I'm twenty. Like, roll the clock forward. I'm twenty-four now. Right, I'm walking along the Weymouth seafront. I see the same fucking woman. No, same woman no neck same woman same woman same curly hair and
0: buttons when you're 13 yeah Jesus I was like, well, mate I mean how many people look like that how many people have got no necks exactly how many people have got shoulders for eyes and I was like my,
1: <laughs> I was like, fuck she's a real person she just goes around on holiday every year Shit. different coastal towns and she had holiday was way
0: with one year fuck me you know what I
1: mean I, I, I would imagine that she gets some form of discount on these sort of trips or these excursions she's just living her life do you reckon she uses a neck pillow. <laughs> <laughs> she can, can't she? She just, she just gets a little beanbag and leans her head. <laughs> she's got a chair for her
0: neck. Do you, well, you think she's she, got a neck? Do you, do
1: you think she has a driving license? Because like you know you got to check your blind spots. Like she's just fucking <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when she's doing the parallel park. Oh, she couldn't reverse. Not a chance.
1: There's no she, way. She she ain't getting a license. She'd have
0: to fucking stand up in her car and. <laughs> fucking,
1: yeah, she had to go out and check first before she can reverse. <laughs> and people were just like, "Holy shit! <laughs> Holy
0: fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Where's your Get neck?
0: inside!
1: <laughs> Come on, boys. It's real. Lock the doors, boys. <laughs> the no-neck lady's like, "I've got no fuel. Help me." <laughs>
0: Close the door, boys. It's how horror movies start. She's got no fucking neck.
1: <laughs> um, I'm sure she's a good woman. You know, I, I think. I never actually had any conversations with her. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> at what point do you think in her life, she thought? I'm, I, I'm <laughs> different. She's
0: a Canadian herself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's See, about Terrence?
1: unity. It's about our lives. <laughs> Say Terence <laughs> Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, hell. So Butlins was alright, yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. And uh, uh Butlins was good. Haven, Have you ever go Haven? I worked there.
1: Yeah. I went to Devon Cliffs, right, on a on a on a fencing course 'cause
0: What was skeggy Butland's? Yeah, it was Butlins. And then you've got like the shitty caravan park Ingle Mills is like down the road. Yeah. From Skaggy. I went Butlins once in Skeggy and met the Chuckle Brothers. I didn't meet them. I seen them live.
1: Did you? There was a meme that I never made that I wish I had, where it was just a picture of Paul Chuckle. He was a pallbearer to Barry. and like he, to you can see he was very uh, uh, distraught This well of course he is <laughs> his <laughs>
0: fucking brother just I know, died I know I know <laughs> well, he's
1: not going to be happy is he <laughs> no no but like you know
0: yeah. I, I thought <laughs> come on <laughs>
1: I thought I thought Paul Chuckle was a method actor so I thought he was keeping up that kind of happy-go-lucky like
0: <laughs> yeah like
1: uh, there was a missed opportunity that there wasn't a meme where it just has him saying to me and then there's no response
0: <laughs> just a thought bubble yeah no just dots <laughs> yeah
1: and uh
0: <laughs> or superimpose you know there's uh, video of the people the Nigerians or whatever they're like dancing with a coffin like you know you've seen that video I yeah. think I don't know superimpose all, all, all their faces with the was it Paul Barry which one's still alive Paul Paul or just superimpose all his oh, fuck, I fucking don't know <laughs> do you
1: know what's what? <laughs> yeah do you know what's what do you want to do this bong here because i I've got dry so I can't yeah. <coughs> okay Sorry, Mum. Sorry, Margie. <laughs> I was trolling. Um, Sorry, Susan. <laughs> I'm talking to the audience. Here. I was I was trolling Sean's grandmother on Facebook in real stealthy ways as well. I've never insult anyone. I've never insulted anyone's grandmother on on Facebook. I don't insult anyone really. I don't participate in any form of discourse unless it's with people I know.
0: Unless it's a joke, you know. Yeah. People it's can't a joke. take a
1: joke, then fuck you. And uh, Dean was saying some. Uh, Dad jokes, all. Not
0: like, dad jokes. Your dad, your dad works at fucking. Your dad sells evil. Yeah, and shit yeah, like. yeah. But he's using a lot. Drop a lot
1: of f bombs and saying this, that, and the other, which is funny. It's part. Of, it's his Facebook and do what he wants. But then your granny Margie comes into the comes into it. It's like Dean, the language is disgusting. And I just started trolling her.
0: Let's let half. happen half. Never getting demonetised for this one? <coughs> <laughs> We're not even monetized. We're never going to be fucking monetized. Subscribe, you bastard.
1: Is there more in there? No, I don't think so. I'll make it
0: a bit I always need a flag after the ball.
1: Hmm. Weird, wasn't it?
0: I think that's what it is The nicotine. Yeah But yeah carry on with the granny story just Nah that's alright It can't be arse now But granny fucking watch it What films are you looking for Like because we always say Oh my favourite film is Like yeah fucking dread <laughs> Fucking But like, what, what are you looking forward to the most Coming up Anything Anything Like I tell you what I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to Nothing Lightyear, that's out now. Apparently, it's bad. Oh, is it? The reviews say, but I well, don't go by reviews. I'm not that kind of the guy. The thing is, it was like, how. You can't really go wrong with animation, can you? It's an easy sell. But I'm more of a watching myself and have my own opinion, but the reviews are fucking bad. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Fuck light but you. Then. I can't see the amount ima- It's anything to do with the animation. It's obviously like the story and shit. Yeah. They're just like, why? I saw it and it looked beautiful. Like that. yeah it does it does look good like, oh, like visually I'm actually looking forward to seeing Beavis and Butthead the movie Cause I'm going to have to go and watch, rewatch like the series and that because I've never really been into Beavis and Butthead not really yeah I don't I don't dislike it it's just never resonated with me the fucking huh 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 like, you know what I mean I don't know I'll,
1: just have, to, I'll have to go rewatch I th- it I think why, what makes it special is that a lot of it consisted of them just watching music videos and mocking them but yeah. what it done was it actually really lifted a lot of careers because of what they did. There were some obscure artists on there.
0: I want to see what upcoming films are coming out. Just so,
1: because I know I said nothing, but I want to I see. Joking. I want to see the Elvis Presley movie, but I'm kind of not too sure about Tom Hanks.
0: The only thing that puts me off of that is the guy who looks
1: nothing like Elvis. Yeah, I'm not. Good. Last time we mentioned Tom Hanks, the fucking recording
0: device shut itself off. I <laughs> know yeah, it went quiet. there's a muted us for some reason. So, upcoming movies, 2022.
1: It was a blessing to disguise Because obviously we had The Flash Peasants with us And we don't want You know they've got careers To think about And we don't want to be like Just go and full Save them on them
0: Yeah no, right. We kind of had to You know So the audio equipment so I, I really enjoyed uh, Doctor Strange Tell you Like mm-hmm. that was like, I don't usually go And watch films twice But I went and watched that twice uh, There's a Liam Neeson film Coming out called Memory
1: oh. Okay
0: Avatar 2 obviously Not for the story For the visual
1: spectacle That's going to be I'm actually going to be Seeing it in IMAX Prey That's a great
0: um, Concept of a game Yeah You know um, Like you're stuck In a space station With these like monsters That can transform Into humans and shit mm -hmm. And you as a test subject Have to like You've got powers and shit But you have to escape Yeah That's what the game's based on And the movie's coming out So I'm interested about that Mm -hmm. actually Anyway What are we saying? Uh
1: Oh Top Gun 2 Was actually really good That was That was awesome Top Gun. The new Mission Impossible movies You know I really got into them Number 4 onwards I'm really, I'm really into them Top Gun Well Top Gun I've already seen But I'm also looking forward To the other Mission Impossible movies Oh Because oh, okay. num- like I said Number 4 onwards Is shit hot For me
0: They're my favourites I really want to see That everything Everywhere all at once that will be out on DVD soon No I've got a bigger telly, man i will Get started And watch it one night like. All right, mate, should we wrap up then? Yeah, hold on. Let me just see what else is coming up. The Expendables 4. Fuck yeah. Fuck off.
1: What the fuck? Even They were too old even in the first one. There's that one scene where Sylvester Stallone is running. Trust
0: you, and it? you can
1: tell the guy can't run anymore. And that's not me. He runs him like up.
0: the guy from Abbey Gilmore. Like,
1: yeah. He just, like the The shot won't hold any longer than, say three seconds i'll tell you who's in it right? and it's like a, it's what they call a mid shot so you're not even seeing the guy's legs you're just seeing his torso just sway back and forth as he's like trying to run there is one long shot and it looks like he's in absolute pain trying to run the guy was already 65 by this point he was already 65 when this film came out and it's like and he's had What's that the first one first expendables yeah he'd had a, 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 a disc put in his neck
0: because uh steve austin nearly he's not even in it He's, he's like quit he's like nah man we're too old for this shit <laughs> yeah right so obviously Stallone from Dolph Lundgren and Randy Cattola they're like the main characters are not they and then fucking 50 Cent nice maybe <laughs> yeah, got shot like 7 times I don't know he's earned it Megan Fox fucking Jesus I can't believe it I Mate, if Expendable 4 can get made we can make movies isn't it
1: yeah but I, I can't They have market marketability You know I mean They know it's going to make some money Yeah but
0: mate You think about all the indie films That have no marketability That we, we've watched And like love And are, are cult classics now really I
1: was thinking about the film The Machine from 2013 Remember I made you and Brett
0: watch that What? It's Birds yeah. It is, yeah I remember that yeah Did you like that film? I liked parts of it I think, I think the start was a bit long Winded mm. But then when it gets into it It's good
1: I love that scene where our eyes just open. It's like, machine, open your eyes. And that film was made for a million and a half. That's how cheap that film was. And the special I mean, effects that's in that film for a million and a half is outstanding. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't a shit film. It just, like I say, the the star was a bit, like, drawn out a little bit, I think.
1: I think what people get pissed off by is that you get these sort of uh, cyborgs, these soldiers with brain implants, and they have a little little glow in their eyes, which was a massive inspiration for me for fullville Mm-hmm. So there's soldiers, there's a war between England and China, or well, the UK and Britain and China, but because it's so low budget, it takes place mostly in interior places. There's very little exterior stuff going on, but it's fucking brilliant. And um, there's these soldiers that give them the brain implant and then their eyes shimmer and all that, and they speak. The, they begin speaking their own language. Mm-hmm. And there's no subtitles for the words that they're saying, and that infuriated a lot of people, but the director w- went on to say, I wanted to keep it ambiguous. You know what I mean? it was their own yeah. hidden language so the humans aren't seeing this language or aren't hearing this language
0: that's just smart it's smart really yeah
1: and in Foville, there's soldiers in my book that have brain implants
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there I describe them as having a kind of different language. glimmer glimmer no a glimmer oh, in their, glimmer their eyes eye, yeah. and they've got the kel- keltoid scarring on their heads and that's how so you can tell the difference yeah yeah there's a few mostly it's all the Americans that have these implants and that's how uh, that's how Pee-wee sometimes intervenes in certain situations where he goes into those implants and fucking in chapter 7 yeah and goes into their brain implant you know read yeah yeah, it's on Amazon WH Smith Weymouth it's also available on in Target Barnes and Noble
0: Uh, it's available on World of Books it's also available here Ding and do a ding. So ding. I, there we go. I'll put some stuff in so we can ding it up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm just going to say it now, right? I don't want to be 100% on it, but I definitely want Tebow on next. Yeah. Yeah, but, we'll get it set. It'll
1: be easy. We've already got the laptop there, so all we've got to do is put that laptop further in the middle, have that camera to one side, and we
0: have these mics and then have your... We'll
1: have the tripod over the laptop.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then have your mic, like your USB one there yeah so like but it will pick up us anyways loud enough for him to we'll hear. just hold our mics in our hands that's what i'm saying yeah and then that one will be off camera a little bit mm. just have it here but that that will still be loud enough to pick us up for yeah, him, yeah do you yeah. know what i mean but then it's all about the mic quality well cut all the out. but that's all about the mic quality afterwards isn't it like, yeah we'll have that yeah you know what i mean so all right all right all right people peace out that's good to be back in it it's good to be back subscribe like subscribe instagram peace we